Tuesday show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. Attention, attention. The following record is meant to be played on 10. And once again, my friends, we say welcome to prime time. We are seen in prime time because anytime you and I are together, it's a prime fact of life that it's the uh, prime time. I got a letter from somebody said to me that our show is all things to all people. That's nice because I couldn't say it any better because we've got some variety today, including feet. Including, including feet. The late, great... Joe Franklin. Uh, before I get into things, you just heard one of the greatest songs of all time, in my expert opinion, Something on Your Mind by Karen Dalton. Before that, one of the other greatest songs of all time, Goodbye to Jane by Slade. Before that, a really great song that I'm giving no rating whatsoever, other than saying it's really great, Mango Meat by Mandrill and before that let me see here a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album that just so happens to also be called Angel Angel Witch all of which can only mean one thing hello and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill show with me Dave Hill the pride of Cleveland serial over-moisturizer, and assistant secretary to the Henri Richard Appreciation Society Medicine Hat Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm Electric. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say the witching witching hour. hour. East, thank you. Eastern Standard Time, from right here, in Futuristic Within Reason, Studio A, here at WFMU, home of the hits. hits. 
Thank you. Located right in the heart of Sassy downtown. Well, I think Sassy and Brassy kind of means the same thing in a way. Downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. Land of dreams. As always, we have a glorious program in store for you tonight. I have no in-studio guest tonight. I needed to air out the place uh, after the action-packed week we had last week. So it's going to be just me and Des here, as far as I know, and whatever drifters wander in. Um, But we're here. But I'm super excited to tell you that I have comedians, writers, and so much more. Meryl Marco and Megan Keister, authors of the new Audible audiobook, The Indignities of Being a Woman, which came out uh, last week, I believe last Tuesday. They're calling in a bit later, I believe around 10 p.m. I've just started listening to the audiobook, and, it, audiobook, and it's great. And, and talk about timing, The Indignities of Being a Woman. It, it couldn't be coming out at a better slash worse, depending on how you look at it. Um time. Uh, Meryl, of course, is a legend. Uh, One of the original writers on Letterman. She invented viewer mail, stupid human tricks, stupid pet tricks, and she's done a million other awesome things. And Megan Keister is a hilarious comedian and writer as well. So they're going to call in in a little bit. As always, I encourage you to join the chat room thing uh, at WFMU.org, where right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Ms. Sim, ah, a show without Dave's Yabrin. What is that screen name? I'm going to have to... Do you know what this is, James? Des? How's that spelled? Let me... I don't, I'm not going to d- dignify it. Um, who knows? Asheville, John, Dennis D, Ermergerd, the list goes on and on. Go there and uh, chat like the wind. Uh, and the more uh, comments, the more I feel validated as a person. And uh, what else do I want to say? Follow me on Twitter if you want, at Mr. Dave Hill, at MR Dave Hill. You can tweet at me during the program. I'll tweet back and. Uh, we're still all going to be dead one day. We can't stop that. There's nothing that can be done. Uh, what else do I want to tell you? Rate and review the show on iTunes. Five stars or one star. Nothing in between. And and thanks to uh, Brian Whitley for editing the podcast version of this show. And hello to everyone listening at, on FUBAR Radio in the UK on Tuesdays, which is in the future. What else? That about covers it. Go to my website, DaveHillOnline.com, to find out when I'm coming to your town. That is if I update it. Speaking of which, oh, the number here, I should say that. 201-209-9368. That's 201-209. God, this, uh, this, uh, what's it called? What's this music in the background called? I'm brain dead tonight. I'm, it's not I'm, polka. I'm just going to call it joyful. Joyful. It is joyful. That. Speaking of joyful, that's Des, a.k.a. James Fernandez. Hello, Dave. Um, we're in here tonight. So if you call, um, 
and it, and uh, you get put on hold right away. That's because we're just in here together um, until Not- our guests call. Then we're going to handle it with professionalism. In and, the meantime. And in the meantime, though, we'll just throw you on hold. So um, here we go. Speaking of calls on hold, I don't know if I can handle this joyful music anymore. Hello, you're on the air. Yes. Yes. That's the stuff. Who's calling? I'm sorry. Extended solo tonight. Yeah. I'm sorry, who's calling? Who is this? Full moon. Who is it? The full moon. It's the full moon? Now you're just getting... Is this the bloody stump of Bensonhurst? It's the rusty joint of Bensonhurst. The rusty... That's not bad. It's a new one. That's good. It's a new one. Uh, for all the artists out there, uh, give it a shot. Uh, Dave Bamundo says that I was just playing Zydeco music. No. I don't think so. No, that is German. Yeah, it had... Like Oompa music. Definite Oktoberfest vibe to it. Yeah, which is... Co- I think now, right? Isn't it coming fast and harder if it's not happening as we speak? Soon. Somebody somewhere is getting ready for it. My friend Carl was trying to get me to go to Germany for Oktoberfest, but uh, too, I've been putting on too many miles. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Yeah. It's too you don't hard. have to drink all the beer. Yeah, you do. Oh, then don't, don't go then. No, I mean, I guess you could just observe, but isn't the whole point of Oktoberfest to drink too much? Oh, it's all sort of food. And to eat too much? That. Yeah, it's, it's a participation event. I'm off sausage. Despite rumors to the contrary. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely off that. Not what I heard. I don't know why. It's not even 10 o'clock yet. I'm already... Who's in uh, the studio with you, by the way? Dez. Oh. What's up, Bing Dave? You didn't want to answer my call, is that it? No, uh, he was... Uh... <laughs> Are you, you're stoned already, aren't you? No. Yeah, you sound stoned. Well, I could oblige you, though. All right. He's been waiting all day for Monday night. Do you have your bong ready? Yes. Ingde, happy birthday to Ingdave, by the way. He celebrated a birthday. Yeah, thank you, and uh, it's not very pleasant. Why Why wasn't I called you on your birthday, not to brag? Well, that was pleasant. Why wasn't it pleasant? When I spoke to you, you seemed in good spirits. Yeah, I was stoned. Yeah, but it was, what, like roughly 9 o'clock? Yeah, a little after. And I... Uh, Okay. In the morning or evening? At evening, I was wa- I was in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, drift wa- walking into town, drifting. <laughs> Incredible Hulk theme song playing behind you. Yeah, and I thought I'm going to give Ing Dave a call on his birthday. And uh, I appreciate it. But you, but you want to know why it's bad or what? Sh- yeah, yeah, I'm desperate to know. Why was it bad? Because I aged a year in one day. Why? What happened? Well, anybody who has a birthday, they're a year older on that day. Yeah. Are you not following? Is that it? So you're basically saying you... you uh, no, that's not it. What happened? Did something specifically bad happen that day? No. Then what's the problem? 
Oh, I started getting some physical pain. Okay, have your drinks ready if you're playing the drinking game. Um, what what physical pain did you have? Oh, you want the new one? Yeah. Knee. Your knee. Well, you have yeah. to be specific for the drinking game. Uh, I don't know if it's a ligament or a tendon or what. But what, some sort of pain? Well, two drinks. We'll give it two drinks. Oh, thank you. Why not? And psoriasis. Uh, make it four. Wait, what? Okay, four drinks. Psoriasis. psoriasis. Is it spreading? The psoriasis? The four drinks is a lot. It's spreading. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> Why? Des said good. Thank you, Des. Well, you know, I don't want people drinking for the same psoriasis that they were drinking two, six months ago. It's been years. Just okay, enough of that. Wild. Is, is Dave still here? I'm, I'm here. I checked out emotionally. Um, no, things are great with me. Good. Um, you want to eat a bong, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I think the world would like to hear it. The global audience for this program. You don't have it at the ready? Did that sound, Did ready? That sound ready? Yeah, yeah, that sounded good. Very proud of you. Yeah, so is my mother. Is she, is she awake, your mom? She's awake, but she's in her room. I think she went lying down. So we... Wanted to see? It would be... Oh, yeah, the lights off. I think I speak for everybody. Yes. I'll try to get her next week if you're in. Oh, I'm in. Okay. As far as I'll, I know. I'll prep her for it. Please. I'll tell her, you can't say No. No. Well, um, you sound great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Wish I felt it. No, you, uh, you, you, uh, just embrace it. I, I don't know. Some what? I forget. I trailed off there. Um, Ing Dave. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Thank All you. Right, there's a station ID. Yeah, station ID. Okay, later. Bye. Later. Later. Bye. later. The number is 201-209-9368. I have to thank uh, Thomas F. Yazerski, artist, author, illustrator, and so much more. He uh, he did a great portrait of my dog, Lucy. Oh. And I, he posted it on for National Dog Day, and he posted, posted it on Instagram, and now I showed up today, and he, uh, Here he it sent is. it to me. So thank you so much, Thomas. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang that in the place of honor in my palatial home. I believe Tom did that sweet uh, watercolor of you shredding outside the WFMU oh, building. Yeah, yeah, it's in the hall. Hanging right it? in the hallway. Yeah, yeah he's a, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, he's amazing. And uh, I also want to thank uh, Amy Laudal who sent me uh, some wingtip shoe paperweights. Nice. Yeah. And Here. so I'm very excited to have both of those. Uh, I, I was saying to Faye, I like when people send uh, their music, like albums and stuff. But let's be honest. I throw that stuff in the trash. Gifts are better. Yeah. Personalized. No. I'm, I, yeah, I do, I do like the music. But, but uh, this when people send stuff, then I bring it home. And I'm like, cool, I have stuff. Sure. Music, uh, you know, then I got to listen to it. and I love listening to it. Don't get me wrong. But it does require... Takes Interaction. more Dave time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, sometimes I don't have it. 
But I always have time for a portrait of my dog Absolutely. Or, or some paperweights that are wingtips or food. Is your phone like mine where it's just littered with pictures of the dog? Yes. Yeah. But I, my dog is not uh, as – I feel like the because the, her snout, you know, dogs have a snout. Mm-hmm. It's hard if you don't shoot her just right. It looks like she's one of those uh, – like has a pointy snout, which she does not. Right. Yeah, you got to get the right angle. Yeah, you got to get the right angle. It's important. Um, what's been going on with you, Des? Not much. I, I I did learn a valuable lesson though yesterday. What was it? If uh, if if you ever knocked out Muhammad Ali, forty years later, I'm not gonna talk smack to you when you're trying to hit on my girlfriend. Wait, whoa! So what happened? We uh, good little fun story. We went to a, a movie screening here in Jersey City yesterday. There's the Golden Door Film Festival is happening. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's, uh, it's a Jersey City-based film festival. And, and a lot of the movies are screened over at the Lowe's Theater here in town. Uh-huh. Um, so there was a movie. Kim, my girlfriend, who's on uh, the In Real Life show on Wednesdays at yes. 7 p.m. An excellent program. She, uh, she interviewed the director of this one documentary that was made about this guy who is a huge Rocky Balboa fan and he's made a, a, a life for himself basically impersonating you know that iconic Philly character what, so like in what capacity uh the leather jacket and the hat and, you know he walks around he kind of I'm not gonna try to do the accent but he you know he, and he's like hey hey I'm, I'm Rocky Balboa thanks for coming down to the restaurant tonight we're giving away free plates of uh Spaghetti to the tenth customer, something stuff like that. That sounds like hell. It was, I, you know, I give the guy a lot of credit for his earnestness and 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 you know he was he's a young guy. He came, you know, he was a certain age when Rocky came out, and it really spoke to him, and it's, you know, imbued his life with with meaning, with lots of uh, you know restaurant openings. Yeah, at this Let's point, get the Rocky impersonator. He actually he does uh, tours of of Philly. Jeez. You know, how old is this guy? He's probably in his late 40s right now. And he walks, oh wow. But yeah. it's probably pretty sweet though. He makes some nice uh uh from what I understand he's doing a impersonator he, coin. Yeah, he's, you know, he, he he's making his way. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm, I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just saying yeah. that I would struggle with it personally. It's I'm you, not I'm, there's no shame in it. It's a little, you know, it was a well-done documentary, but it's just a little cringy. Seeing some of the, uh, the 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 lengths that the guy would go to in order to maybe try to get Sylvester Stallone's attention, you know, he wrote a book, sent him a copy of the book. I don't want to spoil the movie though. He wrote a book about being an impersonator. Yeah, about the importance that the Rocky franchise has meant to him, and wow. the inspiration. Does he do this full time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, this there's, is his life. There's enough work out there. Yeah. Well, he's doing these tours. Oh. Apparently, yeah. he does. He said he does like thirty tours a month. Okay. Around the local Philadelphia area. That'll add up. So, they had the screening of the documentary, and uh, Chuck Wepner, who was the inspiration for Sylvester Stallone to write the movie, uh-huh. was there, and he's become friends with this impersonator. Sure. And. Uh, so they screened the movie and, and the director and, and the, the impersonator. The movie's called The Pretender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chuck Wepner get up in front of the, the audience, which is, it was a small audience. There's maybe 20 people there. 
and uh, you know, say a few words, a- answer a few questions. And uh, so then that breaks up, and we're starting to walk out. And I leave Kim because she had already interviewed the director uh, last week, so she was going to mm-hmm. talk to him for a minute, maybe get a, you know a little more audio for it or something. So I start walking away, and as I'm walking away, I hear Chuck Wepner walk up the aisle and just starts talking to her. He's like, hey, thanks for coming out. It was, you know, so nice to see you here, everything, you know, great movie, very happy with Mike. He's like, you know, you look very, you look a lot like my niece. She's a very pretty girl. You're you're quite beautiful yourself as well. So now I'm faced, I got to make a decision. You have to kick his ass. Do I, do I let him know that he's, he's, you know, dancing a little too close, something, something he might not want, or do I let him slide? How old is this guy? He's got to be in his 70s at this point. I would have kicked his ass. I thought about it for a second. <laughs> I thought, I, I think I could take him, but I let it go. And I've never punched anyone in my life, I should say. You know, I, I, I figured he could probably sneak one past, and, and he might be old and slow, but I'm sure the hands are still yeah, like concrete. Still got, that never, that, you, you don't never lose, lose that, that. Yeah. no. So I, I learned that, you know, I will back down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If I don't think I can take an old man down. Plus, you know, you can't really win. Either you get your ass kicked by a 70-something-year-old man or you've beat up an old man. Right. There's no, there's no winning. There's no Any way you slice it, it's a bad yeah. bad scenario. So I let him have his little moment with, with my girl. and So where did they go? What did they do together? Uh, they didn't tell me. I don't know. I got home later and she wasn't there. You know, mm, I would figure it out later, but so it goes. Just let it float on down the river. Yeah, that's how I would yeah. handle it. He put Muhammad Ali on his ass, so yeah, you, that, that's worth. Yeah, that's worth something there. Wow, that's wild. That's all that's really new on my side of the aisle, though. That's pretty good. It was a fun Sunday. I don't think I have anything that approaches that since we were here last. Yeah, I just wasn't sure he would. I wasn't sure he would appreciate it if I tried cracking jokes with him. So, well, if you were to I crack got a, jokes with him, what would, I would say, can hey, you give us some examples? Hey, Chuck, how about we, you know, leave the young lady alone and and keep on moving along or something like that? I, I would have said something trying to be funny. He'd have taken it the wrong way, and then you would have had a fight on your hands. Yeah, and it would have been weird. I'm glad that none of that happened. Yeah, so am I. Wow, but. That's the life we choose. Yep. You know, On the streets. Either you step up or you step festivals. out. Yeah, that's exactly right. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Whether you've almost had a run-in with a former Golden Gloves great or not. <laughs> Was he a Golden Gloves great? I'm just. Uh, I'll, I'll I just do a little made research. That up, honestly, I don't even know what that is. He's we, 79. 79, but still full of moxie. Apparently, he's tall. That was the striking thing. I mean, he was an old guy, but yeah. he he wasn't hunching over. He wasn't losing his stature. It was he 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 still strikes a mean six five. He still strikes a oh. mean figure. Oh wow, that's tall. Yeah. Um, for, speaking of mean figures. Dave B. from Staten Island posts a photo of the rusty joint of Bensonhurst. <laughs> uh, quite, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a retweet on Twitter. Uh, 
a very nice portrait of Ing Dave smoking what appears to be uh, a pipe joint thing. Or, I don't know, some sort of... Maybe it's a bong? I don't know. You don't know about the drug paraphernalia? It's, it's great, is my point. It's, it has everything suitable for framing. Um, the number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. While we wait for the phone lines to heat up like molten lava, it might be time for... Mm. Do you think this show is getting too slick? Not at all. Okay, because I was worried that it was. Um, but if you've heard the show before, you're no doubt well aware that when you hear this music, it's time once again for the crime blotter, wherein I take a look at some of America's lesser crimes, which just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio, where I just so happen to be from. You know, you know what kind of reminded me of northeastern Ohio? Saskatchewan. Yeah, there's a parallel? There's a parallel for sure. In what way? Not much going on. Okay. In either place. Kind of flat? Yep. That's exactly it. Prairie. Mm. Uh, I'm big fans of both. I've never been to... Have you ever been to Saskatchewan? I have not. I have. Never been to Canada. You've never been to Canada? No, no. I'm working on it. Oh, you should... Next year. I would... You could I just get in the car. Montreal, six hours away. Make a weekend of it. Okay. Now we're magically whisked away to Olmstead Falls and Olmstead Township community blog. The two towns combined to have one blog. Two mailboxes knocked over. Mm. Yeah. This is from the Olmstead Falls police blotter. Damage to private property on Columbia Road. Olmstead Falls, by the way, great place to raise a family. That's what I hear. Or is it? A resident called September 10th. That's just two weeks ago. After finding that someone had knocked over her mailbox and the box in front of her neighbor's house. That's all I have for that story, which is, makes it all the more chilling. So it's, it's an open case. It's an open case. Okay. That's absolutely right. We don't even know whether the police showed up to investigate or whether they just let it let it ride. Hmm. We assume they, they swung by, but definitely an open case. Let's move on to Highland Heights. I used to swing out to Highland, Highland Heights often in my youth. There's a scene going on there? Uh, there was a guitar store I used to go to. Great Indian restaurant. Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Do you know it? Mm, can't say I'm familiar it's, with it, it's but... It's a fish and chips concern. Okay. Uh, they had all that on the strip mall there. Man arrested after mayor sees him urinating in public. Ooh. Talk about urinating in front of the wrong guy. Seriously. Not in my town. That's right. Disorderly conduct. Alpha Drive. The city's mayor reported September 8th. 
September 8th, isn't that two days before the mailboxes got knocked over in Olmstead Falls? They, it sure as hell is. Uh, September 8th, seeing a man urinating in the Key Bank parking lot and possibly passing money to another person. Hmm. The Cleveland man was located in the Qdoba parking lot. That's a burrito chain, I believe. Uh, yeah. And charged with disorderly conduct. So, the facts that we have, he was urinated, and then maybe, and when I say maybe, definitely pass money to another person. So, my detective skills at work, I surmise that he's paid someone to watch him urinate in the Key Bank parking lot. Do they have Key Bank here? No. It's just a bank. Okay. Um, and then he went and celebrated with a burrito, I guess. That's an action-packed afternoon. Yeah. Man found sleeping. This is now we move on to Gates Mills. Gates Mills, it's a bit of a fancy town, which is uh why I'm shocked to tell you this. Man found sleeping on front lawn of church. Suspicious person, Mayfield Road. Mayfield Road, that's like well, a few things. Mayfield Road, guess what that's down the street from? I don't know, Dave. Alpha Drive, where the guy was urinating and paying someone to watch him. Uh, Suspicious person, Mayfield Road, around 3 a.m., September 2nd. Isn't that six days before the guy was urinating? Yes. An officer saw a man sleeping on the front lawn of St. Francis Church. The man said he was waiting on a ride. He checked okay and decided to start walking to his destination. Seems reasonable. Yeah, if you can't sleep on the lawn of the Lord, where can you? That's exactly right. Isn't it the kind of like? Isn't our church is supposed to be sort of like safe harbors anyway? I think like, so. That's the perfect place to to cop a nap. I think. Even at three a.m., just getting in line uh, early for mass. I guess you know how it is. I do. Let's move on. To Brunswick police blotter. Brunswick. It's a bit of a drive, sure. This one, I always get a charge out of stories like this. Man accidentally shoots himself in leg. Mm. Accidental shooting. Catherine Drive. Police and EMS EMS personnel responded to a house at 9.39 a.m. September 8th. Wait, September 8th? Isn't that the same day as the Key Bank parking lot pier? Yeah. Bad week in Ohio. 9.39 9.39 a.m., September 8th, they swing by. There was an accidental shooting. A man was reportedly up, upholstering his 9mm pistol in his driveway when the gun slipped out of his hand and discharged. The man was shot in the leg. What does that mean, upholstering? Does that mean you're putting in the holster? I think holstering. They, they said upholstering? Reportedly up upholstering, like he was putting like a... A fabric like, on it. Yeah, that's, I think somebody in the uh, newsroom got confused. I think so. Brunswick EMS took the man to the Southwest Hospital main campus, and the pistol was given to the man's wife. Okay. No further information on his condition was available at the time of the report. That's basically the main reason that I don't have a gun. That's, yeah. 
I think if you shoot yourself with your own gun, just take it away. You don't get you a gun lose anymore. It. I mean, I, I think, yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's all the crimes I have for this week. Stay out of Ohio. That's what I learned. Yeah, Trouble Town. Any way you slice it. Man, oh man. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. That's 201 209 9368. The phone lines are quiet tonight. Quiet. Do you think they're broken? Uh, well, we got Ing Dave, so the hotline still works. But, well, yeah, usually it's ringing off the hook by now. Get something. Somebody else out there. Maybe uh, there's been a dip in the ratings. I don't know what to make of it. Will our uh, your guests that are calling in, are they going to count towards the, the, the female count for the evening or are they going to be sort of considered extra they're ringers well, look the what i just you tried to answer the phone there was a call i tried to answer it and i hung up on it impatient 201-209-9368 let's see hello you're on the air well dave is this danny yeah i'm just testing to make sure the phones work oh damn it no <laughs> no they don't i think even when danny tries to hide his voice it Fails. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, testing, test only. Te- who's calling? It's Greg from Central Valley. Central Valley, beautiful this time. Central Valley, New Jersey? No, no, New York, New York, up in Orange County. Oh, nice. What's going on yeah. up there tonight? Oh, nothing, nothing at all. I'm just home. Uh, I'm actually balancing my checkbook as we speak. Hmm, people still Ladies. do that. What do I have in the account? What's that? Seeing how little money I have in the account. Do, yeah, I didn't know people still balance their checkbooks. With all that online checking and everything, it's kind of... It... No, I'm an old school guy. Checks, checkbooks, stamps, envelopes, mail back to stubs. I just, uh, that whole online thing, I don't trust it. Yeah. I do like mailing out checks. It is a satisfying feeling when you're on top of your business. I do that. I I'm, I like, well, I don't like mailing them out so much as I like to t- t- walk them into the bank with my dog. Okay, yeah. And I say hello to all the tellers. And they give me treats. They get they, a little treat for the dog. They give the dog treats nice. as well. And um, it's, yeah, it's a way to me, for me to have human interaction. It's important. A lot of times I don't, let's be honest. Um, what else is going on in Central Valley? Okay, no, I just called in to, to test the line, that's all. Oh, thanks. Well, now it started a craze. Well, thank you and good, Godspeed with your checkbook. You got it. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Now the phone lines are going crazy. Yeah. That's the trick then. That's, you know. Just say that you're worried they're not working. 201-209-9368. Hello. You're on the air. Hello? Hello, man. Who's calling? This is Tom. Tom, where are you calling from? We're in Monroe, New York. Monroe? Yeah, Monroe, New York. What's going on up there? Chilling, man. Oh, sick. Keeping it real. Keeping it super real. I love this station. Love you guys. Oh, thank you. Where, 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 what's going, where are you? Like, what's, paint us a picture with words. Mountain Lodge Park, baby. Mountain Lodge. What, what? Mountain Lodge Park, New York. What are you getting up to? 
Oh man, all sorts of fun stuff. Like what? Come on, quit holding out on us. Yeah, I don't know, all sorts of uh, tree business. Um, tree business? Yeah. You're in the tree game? Yeah, cutting down trees. Wow, he. What, remember the guy that there, we've had a few tree people call lately. Yeah. The guy from. Uh, I always get stuck behind the tree trucks. There's there must be like a, a yard or something near where, near my house every morning. Yeah. I get stuck behind three of them. Oh man. Same guys every time. The tree yeah. guys. Love, All right, thanks. There he goes. He's off. He's got a bigger fish to fry. Hello, you're on the air. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, wow, that's great. Hi. Who's calling and from where? Uh, well, my, my name is Mule, and I'm calling from Milburn, New Jersey. Milburn? Your name is Mule, like the animal? Yeah, it's a nickname. It's not my real name, you I, know. I have a friend whose nickname is Mule, too. You'd love Colin. him. Really? You have a lot. Well, you'd have the nickname in Colin. in Colin. Wait, who are you? I'm Dave from before. Oh, my God, Dave! Yeah. Hey, Mule. Mule, what's going on with you? So tonight I'm feeling very, very good, and I was just cracking up listening to you on the radio. I don't remember what you said, but it was pretty funny. It's good I enough. don't remember. My, yeah, I'll take it. Spread the yeah. word. What do you do out there? And uh, where do you live? Milburn. You know Milburn. Milburn. Yeah, I have a summer share out there. Oh, okay. So. So tonight is a full moon, you know that? No, did you know that, Des? I heard. I had heard, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why things are so loco. <clears throat> Could be. And, yeah. So I've been getting a little emotionally unstable tonight, but I really enjoy that. So. Sure, uh, let it ride. I, yeah, I've been hashing. You know what hashing is? No. I mean, I do and I don't. Let's hear your okay. version. Cool. So the kind of hashing I was doing tonight was... Uh, uh, you should do it. It's a real to get exercise. So what I what we do is we drink beer and then we run. And like tonight we went. It was a full moon, so we went. A bunch of us went. Like twelve of us went running through the woods. You know, uh, after and drinking beer and stuff like that. You know, before, during, and after. But do you and wear like? It, and it was great. Wait, is this the thing where you're like serious runners who drink? You like some of them are, yeah, some of them are serious runners who drink just to make it harder to run, you know, because they need a challenge. Like It is harder to run yeah. when you're drunk. There was an ultra marathoner with us tonight. Uh, she, she says it takes her 20 miles to get warmed up. Oh, my God. She yeah. seems fun. Yeah. 20 but, miles to get warmed up. Yeah. Takes me about 100 yards, you know. I don't think I could run one mile. Uh, you could if someone were chasing you. Yeah, but I'd get caught at about the eight-tenth of a mile mark. Yeah. Wow. I went for a killer run yesterday, not to brag. Oh, good. It was sick. No, but wait. Sick? I thought I thought when you drink when you drink beer and go running, and they're called harriers. I thought. Yeah, hash house harriers. So harriers and hashers. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hasher, a uh, harrier. I'm both. I hash try. Harrier. You know, really I. Good. I tried that a couple times, like when I'm on tour or something. I'll go to a city that has good beer, and I'll I'll run like a mile, have a beer, mm-hmm. and nice. then run to the next bar like a mile away. And oh I'll, man, you're a hasher, through and, and through. 
Yeah, and then, but then, like, the problem with that is, in my limited experience, um, you never get, uh, you don't feel the effects of the running, the positive, Mm. that runner's high, and then you don't really enjoy the drinking either. (laughs) It's sort of like the worst of both worlds together at last. Cancels itself out. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Is that like getting stoned and going to the gym? I've never yeah, done like that, that, but I, maybe. Because that doesn't really work either. Oh, no. Well, not for you, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I, I enjoy both, actually. You know, getting stones, going to the gym, drinking beer, running. I get the runner's high. Um, yeah. Oh, um, so, you know, but there, that's not all I do. The other thing, I'm working on something very important, and I wonder if this resonates We'll be the judge of that. Go ahead. Okay, great. Um, I find that in my life, I find it very difficult to pay attention to other people, especially when they're talking. And I, my mind goes off on some tangent, and they're saying something, like, really important about themselves to me. What? And Yeah, and then, like, but my mind's totally elsewhere. Yeah. Or... I listen, and then I forget, and the next day I'm like, I don't know. They told me, like, the most important secret. Right. Language. Where I'm going to go, you're going to get me, I'm going to be in jail. It's really important that you stay out of jail. I know, at least for the next few weeks. Right. After that. I have stuff to mail. Different game. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. I'm enraged. Does that resonate with you? Because, like. It does. Um, you know what? I have to clear the ph- phone. Actually, thank you. do you want to? Thank wanna... you so much for having me. But because uh, we have our our guest calling in momentarily. But thank I love you. you. I love you, and I love WFMU. Thank, thank you. You, so you too. Congratulations on having the show. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Um, I think maybe our guests are calling. We'll see. James, are you getting it? Hello, you're on the air. Uh, hi. We, we love your radio station. We tune in every day, and, and you know, we just want to say we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you very much. Alright. Thanks. Uh, is there any chance you can play some Randy Newman? Randy Newman? There's a chance. Yes, I'll get that right on for you. Thank you, sir. Um, is it one of them? One of my guess, Is the other one calling? Uh, I'll ask. Make sure. Let's. I'll. I'll put the first one on. Which one's? She's online too. Megan. Megan is on. Okay. Maybe let's. We'll, maybe we'll make this slick and wait till we have both of them. Or let's just. We'll grab Megan and then when Meryl calls momentarily, we'll throw her on as well. But maybe I should wait. It's. Hard, I, I think feel like they're both calling now. That's that's James. You heard in the background. If everything goes as planned, they're perhaps both on the line. That's Ing Dave. Ing Dave, tell him to call back. Ing Dave. I better do the station ID. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope in New York City, in Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Ing Dave, I'm sorry I didn't have you do that, but I, I think my, my, uh, my, excuse me, guests are calling. I'm just going to grab Megan, I believe. What happened to Meryl? Not here yet. Hello, is this Megan? This is Megan. Megan Keister. We're 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 waiting on on Meryl Marco. 
hopefully she'll be punctual. I don't know what else she could possibly what, be doing. This is, you know, the slickest, most popular radio program. Um, In the Tri-County area? <laughs> for blocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that your antenna reached blocks. Now I'm... Blocks and blocks. No, this is a global operation. Mm. But um, I was talking about you guys earlier in the program at, at the, the beginning. And um, so for the listeners, Megan Keister, who's on the, on the line right now, is co-author of the new audiobook, The Indignities of Being a Woman, an eight-and-a-half-hour audiobook from, that is out through Audible. Um, a bargain at twice the length. Exactly, and I've just started. I've just, uh, I've just started jumping in myself today. So, I'm just getting started, but I'm loving it. Lock in. There's uh, a lot more harrowing stories of triumph. Yes. Yeah. And all of that. I think. I think we have Meryl. Yep. On the on the. You can hear James in the background. Mm-hmm. Answering. Very homey. It's a very homey vibe. It's what well, we try, you know, there was concerns that I was getting too slick, so I decided to take this show out at the knees. And well, make... you're picking up where Prairie Home Companion left off. That's exactly right. Yep. Homespun. I, we hear, now I'm going to, here's Meryl, I believe. Sure. Hello, hello, Meryl. Hi. Meryl Marco and Megan Keister are both, uh, can you hear each other? No, we can't hear each other. No, we can. Wait, you can. We prefer not to, though. It's futuristic. <laughs> when she talks, I just hear white noise. Well, I, you know, we're, we're going to work through that and other topics over the, you know, the next hour and a half that you're on the phone with me. God bless you for your good work, Stapel. Thank you. I'm just doing my part. But um, congratulations on your your book's been out almost a week, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. The it's already selling. It's the second best-selling thing since uh, *Tale of Two Cities* by Charles Dickens. Whoa! Well, we're selling in the tens. I think. I think you're going to take out Dickens, this Dickens fella, soon enough. <laughs> the indignities of being a woman, which I, I've just started today, and what timing for this book? You've yeah, probably heard that before. That uh, women's victimhood started trending when we were already mid-writing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we actually, I think we were mostly inspired by the Women's March as a premise. At none of the Me Too stuff had begun yet. Right, right. Yeah, you guys start, you started it, uh, yeah, well before that. Um, right. We hadn't even heard that there were women when we started it. It was a whole new idea that there were two genders, let alone uh, I, 10 or 12 like there are now. Yeah, and you guys, so you... Uh, Ground floor type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, but I, so how did you guys, how did, no, so Meryl, I was talking about both of you guys earlier, but Meryl, uh, you're one of the original Letterman, uh, writers and you created legendary, uh, things like stupid human tricks and viewer mail and all that. And, and, and Megan, you're, you're a great comedian and writer as well. And how do you, how did you guys, get together to uh to work on this project well Megan? we met on twitter because it's the 21st century that's the future 
Yeah, I hounded her for months trying to write a profile of her because she deserves it. She demurred because, you know, she's self-deprecating. And uh, we ended up just becoming friends, and that eventually turned into us being able to monetize women's victimhood. Now <laughs> Take we're talking it to you all, on the phone. all the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. And now you, you'll be... It only took a few years. And did, where do you both live in the Los Angeles area? We do at opposite ends. I'm up around Oregon, and she's um, in the Bowery. It right. does keep expanding, mm-hmm. Southern California. Um, how how did how did you so did you did you have to write the book and then you record it? How does this work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what are actually, the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah, we 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 each wrote um we we divided the world into twelve chapters. It's the chapters are things like sex. Marriage and relationship, crime, um, body image, uh, hair, and then, and more. And then uh, we did a lot of research because um, I we divided it up further. I I'm writing about um, or speaking to uh, like 5000 BC to 1900, and then Megan did 20th and 21st centuries. So we each did a lot of research, wrote two pieces, and then we in between reading the two pieces. Per chapter, we discuss them with each other. So that's yeah. how we did it. Yeah, it was. It's. Um, I love it. I mean, I'm. I'm admittedly just started listening today, so you have to forgive me. But you're me for already that. just swooning. It sounds. To I'm me. swooning. I, I'm. I'm in. You're putting I'm the time in. in. You're demonstrating that you're a male ally. You know, this is all going to be noted in the annals of her story. Yes, so that's. Give exa- yourself a pass I that, hope really. so. Womanity is going to appreciate you for this. But hey, I'm all in. <laughs> when the purge happens, you will be saved. When the yeah, I'm I you know, I'm already uh. If you could four. spread the word next time you perform at a prison, that would really help us. I will. That's uh. That crowd isn't necessarily down with this stuff yet. So do they let prisoners listen to anything but Johnny Cash though? I'm not I sure think so. I think so. Um, yeah, I think that, and there is like, um, actually, I'm, I'm maybe, I'm probably getting this wrong, but I believe Audible does do uh, stuff with prisons. So really? there. They have like a reach out program? I literally was sitting and chatting with an Audible person recently. We were chatting about this. I could be remembering our conversation totally wrong, but I think. Or it could be you're speaking to something you dreamt. I might be. No, but I feel like it's a real thing that uh, that I spoke with the, with an actual person. But I don't. I don't want to get them uh, in trouble by saying this guy told me. Right. Because well, I like we might have found a found an untapped demo that could really use some good news. Yeah. Well, I think the book. You know, again, just started today. I w- I should have started. A week ago. But this is what you always did with your homework, isn't it, Dave? This is exactly right. But now, uh, you know, when I feel like you'll be seeing the uh, the spike in sales as a re- as a result of uh, between what well, the, there was a great article, as you know, you probably heard a great article in the Washington Post about you guys and in your book. Yeah. And uh, between that and this. Yeah. I think those are. Well, the, we're counting on you. The tent poles of big sales. Yeah, 
I'm looking at the metrics right now, and the tens of sales have turned into the twelve. So. Hit refresh on your brow on your browser. <laughs> I can't. A... I'm using all of my Wi-Fi making this call right now. But once I get off, no, the line... just get it. Check it or check it around midnight tonight, and uh, check your mailbox tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's a lot like the going on the Daily Show. It just is known for massive sales. Make or break. Yeah. Yeah, this is sort of the uh, this is the stop every author wants to make. Well, we just are lucky, that's all. Well, you know, even it's not so much a numbers thing, but I I believe my listeners, when they're in, they're in. Yeah. So, uh, they'll be rabid. Well, I require nothing but devotion to death, so if you can provide that. Yeah, they'll they'll kill my listeners. Isn't that right, James? James is my uh, deputy. No, no, he's he's monitoring, and this is a slick show. I don't know if you could hear any of it while you're on hold, but it's a very slick show. I'm handling the cyber end of things right now on the message board. Yeah, there's a message board, there's Twitter. It's a, a full... Um, but but so so this is a heck of a time. I mean, I guess it's... All, I guess the... But the, the thing is... Um, it isn't. I, I was going to say it's a heck of a time, but it, there's uh, things have always been kind of uh, things have been horrible. way more messed up. Is what we learned doing this uh, mm-hmm. way more messed up than I had any idea of. I really, honestly, until I started, I I just never read that much history. I mean, I knew a little bit about a very few things, and uh, we well, just selected for um, these various topics and on the topic of women, and it's really, while we try to be lighthearted and make a lot of jokes and stuff in in the pieces, um, it's macabre, really. It's dark and shocking and really terrifying what's been going on with women since civilization got complicated. Yeah. Well, from, you know, from the get-go. Well, there, been... there's some thought that the egalitarian, the um, uh, excuse me, the hunter-gatherer groups were, which lasted for about eight million years, by the way, mm-hmm. were more egalitarian. That it was really once the city-state started forming and civilization became what we laughingly refer to as sophisticated, or not. No, I probably should have mentioned that, but don't worry. I, I have a quick. Uh, we're I... not allowed. No, no, because oh, it's sorry. Effort. But don't worry, I hit the button. Okay. The anti-swear button. So I, I no well, one I won't will, do it again. No one will know that you just swore. Oh, great. Except for the fact we now, um, no, but yeah, d- just in general, don't. All right. But uh, the only thing I'm thinking right now is just don't say the c word, don't say the c word, don't say the c word. I'm an endless loop. I'm not even listening to what you. No, well, try <laughs> not to. But but I don't know. What, I'm trying to think whether uh, it all depends. It's all context, you know. That's true. But um, I, I, I've talked about this on the show before. I did interviews on UK radio, and they would say that uh, before I would go on, they'd say, try not to say the C word more than once. Huh. And I would say, well, I wasn't planning on saying it at all, at all but now there's a pressure. Right. To say, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, and, to, you know. Not to brag, but I ended up not using my one ace in the hole C word that I could have. I managed. Well, I would to get... think you would at least try to use it once per time, just because you could. 
Well, it's like a quota. I would, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, and maybe have a sort of a, um, a sound effect that goes with it, like a, a, an announcement, a horn uh, cantata or something that starts to announce it so people could look forward to it. <laughs> maybe on my next trip over. There's yeah. A, but, um, I, yeah, there's, I would, well, this is, I am not to this point in the, in the audio book yet, but, uh, yeah, the snuff box full of pubic hair of King George the well, Fourth. Well, they mentioned that in that Washington, you know, and I don't actually remember, I, that must be in the chapter about hair. That's sort of the least of everything. I mean, do you realize that about 200,000 women were burned as witches? Yeah, that's you know, worse than the I didn't realize it was that kind box. of number. I thought... Salem witch trials, you know, um, that Arthur Miller play. That there were a few, maybe a couple dozen. Ten, twelve, yeah. Two hundred thousand? Yeah. And, and uh, it's not all at, in one moment, but it's over a period of, I, I guess it was a century. But, it, but for reasons like um, uh, a birthmark or the weird colored eyes or... Um, you know, it's it's a very very weird history. Or how about this? I wrote this down to to mention the sin of involuntary pleasure. That's a little thing the Catholic Church came up with, and um, I think it was the 1500s or the 1400s. Sin of involuntary pleasure. They believed that um, you had to have an orgasm to get pregnant. Therefore, if somebody was raped and got pregnant, that meant they had an orgasm, and that meant they'd had pleasure, and therefore they were not raped. How's that for something that the Republican Party wishes they'd thought of? Wow. That's so really... Say, uh, if that was necessary, Meryl and I would not be here right now, knowing our parents. Well, we also would have been burned well, as witches way before. That's so. true. Man, oh man. I like, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm referring this this article, not to uh, give the, this Washington Post whatever that is, all the credit, but I, yeah, I like nobody's what, ever even heard of them. No, it's a, <laughs> some <laughs> blog. It was at page ten uh, of googling. Yeah, their names. But you're right. Once you once you can make a joke about a thing, you have defanged it, which I really liked. Well, that's the way that I always look at comedy. Is it's a way to gain power over something that terrifies you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the only agency we have. Yeah. Um. What so? What do you? Will you guys be? Uh, are you, you guys? Are you guys taking this on? Uh, are on you road? touring? Taking it on the road? Is yeah, they we're going to do all the clubs. Not the, you know the <laughs> nightclubs, not the nightclub scene. But yeah, you know we're going to each get together at like a tight ten, and you know a tight. We're occupy the common no, but like we're what? What do you do? But uh, there must be an equivalent. To a book tour for an audio book, or am I am I a trailblazer with this idea? You're the you first. Book it. Yeah, I got nothing but time. Dude. I'm on it. I'll <laughs> drive. If you take care of snacks, I'll get behind the wheel. I got nothing but snacks. I got what kind of crackers you want, Rich? I, I leave right here. We would like to go on the road with you and your metal band. Oh, that w- you can open for us. I would Ooh. love that. That would be great fun. And then we uh, could have those, uh, what are those crackers? The Cars crackers? The fancy ones. The oh, cla- you mean, well, I hope you mean the kind that have absolutely no flavor. Like the water cracker? No, no, no. I don't like the water cracker. The one with the rosemary. Yeah. That's oh. sophisticated. Sophisticated, yeah. Much like this operation you have going on. 
Yes. Well, a slick radio show demands a slick cracker. And multiple kinds of cheese. Hard, soft. Oh, wait. You know what? That can be the, the, when, you, when you do your commercial for them. That will be your, uh, your slogan. I, I hope so. That's always the dream. There's no commercials on this station, but I personally would be willing to do a, to, to uh, be the spokesperson for a cracker concern if they were I will, willing. Yeah, do anything for or to anyone for anything. I'm in debt, baby. <laughs> Wait, but you certainly you've blown your uh, audible advance already. I I mean yeah, yeah student loans. Oh horse yeah. Horse gambling, things of this nature. Horse horse gambling. I I don't actually. She's always I'm at a, the track. I'm a, I'm a dog track gal myself. Oh. I don't mess with the horses. Just That's the where the the big money is. Um. Gosh, I'm just sort of scanning. Oh, so, yes, I have Would this you like me to fill? To, to what? Yeah, I'm sorry I derailed everything with trying to riff about dog racing. I feel <laughs> personally responsible for this lull. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking. Well, if you want lulls, you've just hit a street called easy with this show. <laughs> I mean, if you cut out the lulls, this is a three-hour show. If you cut out the lulls, it's 47 minutes at best. Well, would you like to hear about how the ancient Greeks thought female anatomy worked? Please. All right. Well, they thought there was first they thought there was one sex that the male was the perfect version. The female had everything wrong and the the female had an inverted penis. And um and uh and then they they also felt that because the female had an inverted penis that she was manufacturing seed that gave toxic fumes and it was going inside of her body and that was responsible for the mo- all the mood changes in a woman and this was known also as the wandering uterus which they believed moved all around the body to different places and they came upon this anatomy uh, decision based on having done many autopsies on men and, uh, and no autopsies ever on a woman and then some on dogs and horses. And so that's how they uh, treated women medically, is based on the inverted penis theory. The wandering uterus. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, uh, that always reminds me of a Gilbert and Sullivan song. Yeah, it does have a, uh, you can almost hear the, the piano and strings kicking in when you say it. The rat, yeah, does the uterus have hands that it can jazz hands? <laughs> <laughs> and that would so that so is that from can can uh, listeners hear that in chapter six body? I believe the listeners hear that one in sex. In sex, that's chapter two. Ask ask uh, Megan to tell you about flavonserin. Flavonserin. Yeah. Marilyn, or Marilyn is obsessed with Fulvanserin now. Fulvanserin is the uh, only medication approved by the FDA to treat uh, female sexual disorders, as opposed to the 8 million that are approved for men. Yeah. And it's not very effective, it's incredibly expensive, and it can produce a fatally low drop in blood pressure if you drink with it. And when they found out about the connection between the low blood pressure and the medication, what they did is they did a medical study uh, that had only men in it for a medication explicitly for women. What? How? Did the men took it, or um? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the clinical trial. Yeah. 
Oh boy. So what is this medication for? I I know you said, but what specifically is it for? Like to keep your uterus from wandering. That's half the battle. Yeah. You know, if Stella hasn't found her groove sexually, let's say, you know, if you're not uh, you're not getting, can I say getting wet on you, the radio? Please. I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah, because I could always say you meant something else. Yeah, exactly. If you're not getting flick when uh, you're in the bedroom, you need something to lube the works, that kind of thing. Sure. A female version of a, uh, and I can't Erectile dysfunction. Erectile pill. There we go. That's civil. Okay. That's a civil way to talk on the radio. Right. Or they call it ED on radio ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ED. Why do they do that? Uh, why having you... Why... No one's walking around saying, I have ED. Wouldn't you just... It's probably easier to explain than, you know... Well, not you and your metal crowd. Don't not me. Like yeah, that. no. I, I'm constantly at attention. Um, yeah, I don't think you know enough boomers, baby. Boom. They all got it. Boom. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want. I, I'm James. Uh, moving right along. Yeah, moving. Let's let that float on down the river. Stay hydrated. Keep your laptop off your crotch. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's see that the latter is where I run into trouble. But you know, so need a standing. Desk. Wait, I'm sorry, but so I'm sorry. What is this medication called again? Flaboncerin. Flav Now that's yeah. ridiculous. Why is there only one? Um, great question. I don't know. You tell me. I think it's all a matter of um, it ends up being big, big pharma payoffs is what. Yeah, it's a big pharma. That the reason why that is the one that was approved by the FDA, ironically, is because the manufacturer uh, came up with this like flashy campaign, guilting them into the. Because of the fact that there hasn't been a female ED pill, basically, approved. Mm -hmm. And so saying, if you don't approve this medication, you're actually misogynistic. But the fact is, the medication is not effective, too expensive for people to actually access. I mean, it's not covered by insurance. And uh, yet could uh, kill people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But there's that's... that's, uh but then we should also tell them about the downside. Yeah, to, to <laughs> highlight some of the negative stuff. If you can't get wet, you may as well die. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what I, that was my, uh, my club, I had a right? sick yeah, tattoo that I had just had covered up. That, that was my high school quote. <laughs> <laughs> what other fun stuff is in the book for the well, listener? Let's see. I got a lot of pages of stuff written down here that I could consult for notes, and I'm looking. Please do. Um, all right. How do you like this? This is a good one. The, um, uh, there's so um, around 400, someplace in the 400s BC, um, Confucius became the uh, the man, to, the go-to wisdom of the of China and the Far East and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what. Uh, after his death, uh, here's what his followers wrote as advice for women. It's uh, one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard. It's called an analect. All right, this is an this analect is for women. This high school quote, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when walking, don't turn your head. When talking, don't open your mouth wide. When sitting, don't move your knees. When standing, don't rustle your skirts. When happy, don't exult with loud laughter. When angry, don't raise your voice. If you have to go outside, cover your face. Conceal yourself as much as possible. Establish your 
proper self so as to become a true human being. This this Confucius said this? Yeah. <laughs> Confucius say what? <laughs> See, you know, they, that was we have a chapter on religion, and uh, just about every religion has really peculiar and oftentimes hateful things to say about women. Pretty much all of them, although I didn't look into Wiccans, but... Um, uh, to assume, yeah. Even the Buddhists, who are the most sophisticated in, in my understanding, uh, it, at least in the original form of Buddhism, the thought was that you couldn't become enlightened in, as if you were a woman unless you were reborn as a man. That's wrong. Now, the, I, and that's the, that's the really enlightened one. We all know what the Catholics and the Christians had to say about Satan and women. I mean, perhaps you do. I. You, well, well, you then, would when you listen to our chapter for crying out loud. Ironically, though, the Satanists, I think, are probably some of the most. Uh, they've they've got it sorted out a little better, I think. Yeah, I forgot to look into Satanists. For all the <laughs> negative stuff that you hear. <laughs> yeah, the Satanists, but yeah, they would have to, wouldn't they? Yeah, they they've got it sorted out. I think. They in these crazy times we live in. Um, they they may have it figured out the best. Those Satanists, laugh if you want. <laughs> Do you follow the Church of Satan on Twitter? Uh, no. Is that a good? That must be. I don't I even. Know, I can't even imagine what that is. It's honestly one of the funniest accounts out there, and I'm I'm not intentionally I, funny or unintentionally. Intentionally funny and smart. Whoever runs it is extremely smart and funny. Oh great! I'm well, being, then I will go look I'm for being that. very serious. Are you trying to get a sponsorship from uh, the Church of Satan? In much the same way you're trying to get. A I'm already. I'm already in deep with them. They're big fans. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> there would be a commercial that I'd like to hear on your station, brought to you <laughs> by the Church of <laughs> Satan. Um. Wow. Well, everyone, go. Uh, download this book. And so, Audible, do they, do they have to subscribe to Audible? Uh, to yeah, you either subscribe. If you subscribe to Audible on a trial 30-day basis, you get the book free. There so you. there's that. Life we don't get a royalty life. from that, but yeah, that's not, what it says on the Audible page. I'm not crazy um, about that. Here's another quote that you'll enjoy. So uh, this um, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, one of the um, more enlightened thinkers during what's known as the Age of Enlightenment I've, I've in the 17th century. We're about to find out he's not that enlightened. Um, yeah, this is, this is the quote, one of the quotes I wrote down from him. The education of women ought to be relative to men, to please them, to be useful to them, to make themselves loved and honored by them, to educate them when young, to care for them when grown, to counsel them, to console them, and to make life agreeable and sweet to them. These are the duties of women at all times and should be taught to them from their infancy. So that's the, that's the background to what, um, this wasn't that long ago. This was, this was like in the 1700s, or maybe it's the 1800s. I think that's the 1800s. That, when you consider where we are with um, Kavanaugh and, uh, the, and the GOP and stuff, you realize this was just wrote kind of logical, enlightened thinking yeah. in the 1800s. And what do you? Th- I mean, one thing I I keep thinking about, sort of in with you know with well with Kavanaugh, but just in sort of you know more, more than ever the last couple of years is 
is that my, my whole life I'm always saying like, oh, we're making progress in this area and that area. And then lately I've sort of thinking like, oh, n- we haven't made any progress in any area really. Yeah, it's really that's dis- what it seems like. I mean, wasn't it just yesterday? And excuse me if I'm wrong, but I read a thing in one of the news sources that there was a guy in Alaska who strangled a native woman and uh, masturbated on her when she was passed out and uh, was arrested and not convicted of anything? I think I did I hear about that this. headline, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he just, yeah. I mean, if I read about that in the 1300s, I'd be going, well, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah, emblematic of the era. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's... It, Megan and I keep talking about that. You you think, well, things really have moved forward, and in some ways they have, but in some ways they really haven't. Well, I think with legislation, really, they have, but beyond in, in, in terms... Well, uh, except Trump is redoing all the legislation. He's deregulating everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then um, it just sort of reminds... I feel like the world has become fifth grade or something, like... When you go to, I remember like growing up, you'd go to your friend's house and they'd be like, hey, let's go to uh, my buddy Johnny's house. Like, who's Johnny? Oh, he goes to the other school. And then you go to his house and his parents let him play with a BB gun and he's got like swastikas <laughs> on his notebook and Chinese throwing stars. Yeah, Chinese throwing <laughs> stars and all. And oh, they're geez. like, oh, these are the guys. And that man today is Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, ex- that's exactly, exactly it. Um, and it's, uh, horrifying but uh maybe in a few know. thousand years gives me hope because you know i was also a high school virgin and i'd like to think that i can become a supreme court justice. <laughs> i have every faith in you thank you i appreciate that he claimed virginity well into his college years i like that he, he's using virginity as an idea that he wasn't doing anything else yeah that he did i mean i was a high school virgin too but i did other things yeah, and I didn't do those things. I wasn't exposing myself to to part in drunken orgies or any of that stuff. But um, no, I tried to get laid. I just failed. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get invited to them. But anyway, I mean that that seems like such a weak excuse that you were a virgin. Yeah, but that's many it. a virgin doing many things. Yeah, I mean, ugh. sounds like you'd fit in on some Reddit incel message board or something now with an admission <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Might not have helped himself there. Oh boy. Yeah, he's oh. got the incel vote all wrapped up. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the crucial incel vote. Globally of it. Yeah. Oh, just all the all those. Oh, them and their their cargo shorts headed to the poles. <laughs> oh. Out here I don't know in, why. in Los Angeles, that's everybody. I know. I don't know why I took a shot at cargo shorts. It's just my... Cargo shorts and flip-flops in yeah. all areas, including at funerals. And backwards <laughs> baseball hats. <laughs> yeah. Um, all ages, all all situations, the uniform of all things. Oh, boy. And I can't wait till it get, goes away. I hate it. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, thank you guys so much. Um... Everyone, I command you to... to uh, Is this a kingdom of some sort that you have here? It's a small but mighty global uh, army that I, that I control. <laughs> or they control me. It's hard to say. It's more like a platoon. It's a platoon. <laughs> but well, let, let me just give you a, let me just give you a taste 
of the kind of power I wield across the globe. Soapbox Dervish on Twitter wrote, I am for sure getting this audiobook. Wow. This was just five minutes ago, written on Twitter. That's his real name, too. Is it Soapbox's first name or last name? (laughs) It's uh, Soapbox first name, Dervish second, last, Mm. or the last. Someone else, uh, Deb in, uh, I believe, Northern California writes, yes, all caps, exclamation points. Uh, Debs are my target demographic right there. My mom's a Deb. Yeah, well, she says she uh, is... She, Did she I, say more than yes? She, I think there's a typo. She has, you have six audible credits. I can hear Meryl Marco and Megan Keister's new audiobook, The Indignities of Being a Woman. I think she's saying she has six audible credits. Oh. Because I don't, she couldn't possibly know how many audi- audible credits I have. I don't, no, she couldn't. That's a secret. That's the kind of thing that you're going to take with you to your grave. That's exactly right. And and let me let just a hint. I have several audible credits. <laughs> Why? And I'll, let's leave it at that. Um, Enough said. But everyone, everyone, get this. I've I've started listening today, and I'm I'm all in. I have. Uh, I look forward to the several hours. Of, of listening I have ahead and then the good thing about it is when I get back to you know this is good for someone like me with an on the go lifestyle mm-hmm. go 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 who can't uh, you know I, it is it's I perfect for the, the every generation that has an on the go lifestyle yeah you're going you will possibly need snacks and stuff to go along with it to keep up but eight and a half hour uh, drive You say you're going Cleveland to uh, Westchester mm-hmm. you throw this on Boom. Done. <laughs> Covered. You should I also get gas. Yeah, you stop for gas. Well, I've factored in stops for gas. Oh. Um, had I not, I would have I cut the trip a little short. I would have said Youngstown or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, eight and a half hours. That would be like uh, Cleveland to uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Nice. Let's say. Let's say. I'm just giving, throwing out whatever... Uh, just naming some drives I've done in my time and, and how long I think they take. <laughs> but um, just to you know, just to get the the wheels turning and you can feel that Dave Hill effect. And maybe maybe people would want to just um, get in the car and just drive for eight hours and just see where they wind up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, right now you've inspired me. Wait, what? You've inspired me to get in the car and drive eight hours to, well, I guess I'm going to either Mexico or Oregon. Yeah. You could do a lot. Both, I mean, I would say you can't lose. But I want to, but before I let you go and uh, and you can refresh your browsers and just see the effect (laughs) of this radio appearance uh, on your sales. Yeah. but I want to touch on briefly. Meryl, you sent me a photo of a, a, an adorable squirrel today. Yes, I did. And I don't want to go off on a whole other tangent that will distract distract the listener from. Megan really can't hear enough about my squirrel duties. What she What is your just, involvement with squirrels? Everyone who knows me can't wait to hear more and more about squirrels. Uh, what, how do you have squirrel access? Uh, I I volunteer once a week. I wanted to work with animals, and I was afraid if I worked at the pound, I would be unable to not bring home every dog. 
So I instead volunteer at the California Wildlife Center, which is all native wildlife. I'm in the orphan baby care ward. And um, what we get is the birds and squirrels and possums and et cetera that um, people find. You know, like you, you see one hurt in your yard or you're... You, don't, you you run into one on the beach or something, and you don't know what to do with it. You bring it to the California Wildlife Center. They also have pens full of, like, seals and coyotes and deer and stuff. But in the baby care ward, it's mostly birds, squirrels, and, uh, and possums. Handheld animals, I call yeah, them. Yeah, and then we feed them, we, we feed them by hand. Today, it's mostly um, squirrels have two breeding seasons. This is really going to get interesting for you. They, in the spring and in the fall again. And we just had our second bunch of squirrels come in. We've got a whole bunch of squirrels, and we feed them with a syringe. It's it's the craziest, weirdest, cool thing. They live in, in cages until they get old enough, and then we put them back where they were found originally. We raise them like their mothers would, theoretically. And they sleep in hammocks inside of cages, and we feed them formula with syringes, and you Wait. have to reach inside of a hammock full of squirrels, pull out a squirrel, a squirrel stick filled a syringe ha- in their hammock? mouth. It's, that's what I do in the morning. It's very fun. I don't. I think I would be just uh, paralyzed by the cuteness yeah. of, a, of a squirrel-filled hammock. Nothing would get done. That's it, a whole other very, show. It's very, very sweet, and so are um, boxes and boxes of baby birds that you feed worms to or, or different things. It's Some of them we have to tube, but they're, it's just a, it's very touching. And and it's nice that we, we you can only bond with them to a certain degree, and then we put them back where they when they're old enough to take care of themselves. So well, that was what I was wondering with the squirrels. Like when they're ready to go back and uh, handle their own business, do they have any sort of gratitude, or would they turn around and bite you? <laughs> well, they get bitey right? as they get older. When they're real little, like that picture that I sent you, mm-hmm. they are too young to be bitey. They they grow increasingly more bitey but i always wonder when they're back in nature and they're living in your trees and stuff and they're sitting amongst themselves do they have some kind of a weird ufo abduction feeling about you know i have this memory i can't really shake it that i was a hand would come in where i was be sleeping and then it would pull me and lift me and then they would shove something into my mouth i just can't figure out how they later make any sense of the fact that we feed them little dishes of spa food until they're old enough and then we put them back in in nature they're probably they probably just are in denial of it if they're anything like us yeah they it probably, might, we, or if when they see people do they have any sense that they've ever been around people before or is it totally blanked out repressed memory syndrome we can't but this is the next book <laughs> You've probably thought of it yourself, but uh, there it is. Yeah. Um, but Meryl Marco, squirrel nurse. Squirrel nurse. <laughs> and but everyone, let's pr- bring it back. The you know I want to uh, the indignities of being a woman. Everyone get this audible audio book by Meryl Marco and Megan Keister, or as I, t- I I will stab you all if you do not. That's very, very harsh punishment. That's very, very um, uh, just. Don't two hundred BC. Well, never mess with a man who's got nothing to lose. That's what I always say. And I'm happy to uh, have you guys benefit from my uh, 
from your sheer pointless violence? Well, you won't be you won't be saying that when the checks uh, <laughs> come in the mail, Meryl. Uh, and soap, do- if I may, <laughs> harp on uh, soapbox dervish. Follows up. My name has been. I think this is a, t- a typo. I don't. It's not important. But uh. Please get, give soapbox dervish a. Uh, my name has been panned. Oh, panned on air. I have never felt so alive. Oh, so th- I guess they were, they they felt like they we made fun of their uh, screen name. But uh, that's fair to make fun of someone's screen name. Well, know. not if it's his actual Christian name. No, I don't think this Mr. Dervish. person's going... I, I believe, if, if I'm getting it wrong, I believe their real-life name is a- Andy, I believe. I might be getting that wrong, given that it's almost 11 o'clock on the East Coast and... All, it's way past your bedtime. It really is. And if you if as anyone who's heard the show uh before is well aware the 11 the last hour of the show is it's all fumes. It's just barely <laughs> getting through it. Um but thank you guys so much and thank you for your time. I know I kept you way longer than I swore I would hold you. I've kept I've held you hostage. Honey, um, I got nothing to do and all the time in the world to do it. Well, I owe I owe <laughs> you guys uh big time and uh I'll c- free lawn care for life, whatever you need. When I'm when I'm out west again. Wow, I might take you up on that. Uh, yeah, yeah but, but you put a rake in my hands, mower, weed whacker, you'll you'll get results. Yeah, and it's also useful if somebody puts you near a lawn. Yeah, well, that's there's that. Yeah, that's a bonus. Yeah, but um, thanks you guys and um. Well, thank you. We had a good time, and th- when I say yeah. we, I mean me because I shouldn't speak for Megan. Well, no, you can legally. Oh. I've already <laughs> signed over my rights. Well, you know, you let you can let me know when you guys call back next week to tell me about the spike in sales. Um. Right. All right. You don't sound convinced, but I'm I, I'm convinced. That's that's okay. I'm easily convinced. That's Again, okay. You can't you really. I can't emphasize much more how much time I have. <laughs> I will call tomorrow. I know okay. you're not going to be there tomorrow. If you want to just stay on the line till midnight, you're certainly welcome. Great. I'll feel less alone. Okay. <laughs> Well, thanks, you guys, again, and congrats on the See, on the he's book. lying, Megan. You can't stay on the phone. No, you can. He you, says that. He's just lying to you. What? No, no, you can. You're welcome We've to. You established can. he's an ally, Meryl. He's not going <laughs> to lie to me. I'm on, I'm on your... Could not possibly be more on your side. There we go. Damn it. Um, you know, within reason. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but thanks, you guys, again, and... Um, and well, thank everyone, you. We had, uh, I had a wonderful time, and Megan will... We, we may never know what, what kind com- of a time she had. We may never I, know. I had a fantastic time. I hope you get to that Randy Newman request I heard you talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I'm, I do. I mean, I, I love Randy Newman, but uh, just as a point of pride, I will not play him tonight. Ooh. Wow. That's okay. the kind wow. of operation. Cold. Wait, why aren't you playing Randy Newman? Because someone asked me to. <laughs> oh. No, I might. It's possible. No, because it would set a, a precedent. It would set a, um, you know, people, what's it called? People would expect me to take requests. Yeah. You got to keep them wanting more. Yeah. Right. 
Sneak it in next it. week. Yeah, next week. And it'll be sort of, uh, what's it you called? You could play some uh, Nilsson Sings Newman stuff. That's kind of, but not really, honoring the request. That, yeah, just close enough. Just just, just, just show them I, uh, I play by my own rules. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I'll right. think about it. Well, have a good rest of the show. Thanks. You too. I mean, it's all downhill from here, but... That's the attitude we like to hear. Well, I'm number one in my time slot for a reason. <laughs> Have a great yeah. night, and thanks again, and congrats on the book. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Megan, are you still there? Oh, we should <laughs> She could have she stayed on the whole quick. show. The number here is 201-209-9368. I, to- I told... Told Meryl that I would only keep them for ten minutes. That's what I, she even said on her Twitter. And I kept I kept them for much longer, and they probably uh, want to kill themselves now. Once again, another example of man keeping a woman longer than she wants to. I be know. Kept. I you know I was trying to. Have you learned nothing, Dave? I've learned nothing. I had I I still have three sisters. Okay. And I had a mother, like we all. Everyone has a mother or had a mother. Um. So, um, so there. All right. How many sisters do you have? One. Yeah, I have three. Okay, fine. Be like that. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hey. I was just wondering if maybe you could call those ladies back to get back on the air and, like, maybe they could talk for their whole rest of the show. I could. Would you like that? Yeah, but if that's considered a request, then you won't do it. No. Well, that's different because that's not a musical request. That's just... Because I just, like, started listening a little after 10, and I was like, no way. These, this woman's got, like, pages of examples of stuff from her book, it sounds like. And Oh, yeah. Well, it's great. I mean, I just, wow. I just start, I, I did just start listening today. So the thing with an audio book, and this is just science, is you can't, uh, you, I guess you could skip around, but it's not like a book where you can flip through and be like, oh, what's this here? An audio book you you just kind of have to you have to sit there though. i can't do the auto books very well um i've done very, very well pardon i'm not familiar with them so i don't know audio books yeah i mean i know they exist but I'm, I'm not familiar with them oh well that's okay in your own time Who, who's calling in from where this is a non-pussy from the land of the new rising sun oh that's and right if those ladies are listening please call back i don't know if you're cool with it I, don't, I but I think they're long gone. I don't think I think they've they there's no chance they're still listening. If I mean I, I just looked up this lady and she um used to be a writer on David Letterman. Did you guys say that? Yeah, yeah. She's Meryl Marco's a, a legend. Absolutely. Uh, anyway. And no no anon anon a pussy. Yeah. I'm I, I'm trying to remember were you the are, are you the one yeah. that has um uh do you do spells, or am I getting that wrong? No. Because <laughs> some, so, someone, and just if you give me a second to send out, put out a an APB or whatever, um, because someone called in, James, if you remember this, let me know. Someone, a, a woman called in, and I think she was, like, cleaning something in her house, and she was talking about, like doing a spell or like saging or some sort of witchcrafty type thing. Do you sound familiar? No, but I missed a week or two in there. So. Maybe it was. If anyone listening knows vaguely what I'm talking about, 
I only vaguely remember, but someone that I know at a television network, uh, a basic cable television network, okay. which I uh, emailed me, said, hey, uh, we want to get in touch with this woman and have her do something for us. Hmm. And then she said, she said, uh, I think she assumed she was a regular caller. And I said, you know, I vaguely remember this sounds super familiar, but I can't remember the specifics of who it was. And so if anyone listening can remember who that person was, or perhaps you are that person, email me. I'm Dave Hill from before, uh, and get in touch. But, Enough about that, Anana Pussy. Where are you? I forget. Where are you? Where are you calling from again? From the land of the new rising sun. That's right. So she could call, she could even call in. She could be like female number four. She could, yeah. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. That would be wonderful. What's going See, on? That's the whole first part of the show. So were those two ladies females number one and two? The women who were just on the phone. Mm-hmm. No, that was Meryl Marco and Megan Keister. Well, yeah, those are women that called in to the show. Oh, oh, they may have, yeah. Oh, yeah, they may have been the first women, first two women to call tonight, yeah. But you said they didn't count. They were ringers. They were ringers, yeah. So they were, yeah, technically, yes. Yes, it sounds like a technical um, radio term. Yeah. But you do not need to explain to me. I'm going to get comfortable. All right, guys. Well, fabulous. I mean, like, I guess I'll have to listen to the archives. and like. Yeah, you can listen to the archives. I can't be, like, all selfish on. and be like, what did I miss? So, but, um, I don't know, some chick, <clears throat> I heard somewhere say that it was illegal for women to wear pants because the guys wanted easy access. That sounds about right. Wait. But not wh- even, like, a joke. It was illegal when? Uh, I don't know. Man, oh, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wonder if, like, the women had to get the right to wear pants, and then maybe that's when, like, you know, something. All the more reason to download the book. Yep. The so Indignities just, of Being a Woman. I mean, like, I'm not complaining, but there's no, like, car- hardcover out there, yeah? I don't believe so, no. Okay, well, that's all right. Yep. All right. So, uh, I'm just kind of way not able to joke about that topic <laughs> I'm totally not there yet the topic so of I'm audiobooks <laughs> wait okay. what are you talking about just the whole women stuff it's just blowing my mind I, I, I don't even know I, I just can't it's a, I don't know I'm, I'm just speechless it's um, I never thought I'd see a women's movement in my lifetime so um, you know it's like crash course and um you know, like, some guys were uncool, and so I decided to speak up and be all, like, you know, like, make a point to speak up when it happens, because the Me Too movement is happening right now, and I'll carpe diem it, and it just completely backfired and blew up in my face, and all of them retaliated, and so, <clears throat> I don't know. Men, help, please. Stop being bystanders. Stand up. That's <clears throat> right. Stand up for women. It's sexy. You'll get laid more often. There you have it. Okay. Thank you, Anana Pussy. Bye. Um, let's take a quick break and uh, play some Stone Cold Jams, and then we'll be back with guns blazing. Should we do? Should I do the station ID, or maybe Ing Dave should call and do it? Well, then you'd be in the middle of the Stone Cold Jams. 
You might miss it. I know, it. but if he called now, if he called now. He could do it now, but then gaslight him when he calls and let him do it. He'll be so stoned he won't even know. Yeah, you raise a good point. You know? All right. Well, let's play some jams, and then we'll be back. Um, we have a musical guest tonight. Oh. This is a... Uh, hello, him. you're on the air. Are you listening to the Goddamn Days of Show on WFMU? Uh, <laughs> WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9, New York City, Rockland County, and the Little Matrix at WFMU.com. He's a remarkably stoned, it seems. That's cool. Thank you, Ingdale. I'm Dave. jealous. We're going to take a, a break. Mistake, no, that was electric. Stone cold. It was unplugged. Solid. Can you play jams? Going to play some jams, but call back because we need okay, to, we later. need an update from you. Bye. All right, we're going to play some jams, some stone cold ones. I think. We'll see you in a few minutes. Oh, hello. Thank you. Oh, hello. Oh, boy. I forgot uh, that I was going to talk and tell you what songs I played. You just heard Shirley Nanette with All of Your Life, The Kinks, Two Sisters. I'm going to play some more jams, and then we have Ray Rizzo and Tyrone Cotton going to be swinging by shortly if they get the buzzer right hopefully they will um but in the meantime here's some more stone cold jams here on the goddamn dave hill show the number here is 201-209-9368 there's some calls on hold and i'll grab these after these nice couple songs thank you keep up the good work That was The Shrine with Death to Invaders. Before that, oh man, what did I play before? Where is it? Oh, the Lemonheads, of course. Confetti. Before that, oh, by the way, Evan Dando's playing here at WFMU's own Monty Hall downstairs. One week from tonight. I would love to go, but... I can't, because I have to do this show. I don't have to. I want to. But, um... Des had a good idea that I should try to get Evan Dando to come up and be on my radio program. I mean, he's in the building. Yeah, just say, hey, come on up. Want to sell some records, buddy? Yeah. Feel, you know, the Dave Hill effect. Spike in sales. Anyway, that's next week at Monty Hall. It probably must be sold out, right? Uh... I probably couldn't that. even get in if I wanted. Let me see. Ticketfly.com. Um, and before that, Captain Beyond dancing madly backwards. Parentheses on a sea of air. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. We have, in a little bit, Ray Rizzo and Tyrone Cotton, who are playing tomorrow night at FM in Jersey City. Ray's been on the show before as part of Corporal with Michael Shannon and Mexico, his own band. They're um, they're in t- they're walking around probably on the block right now. They're going to be up here in a little bit, playing some 
Stone Cold Jams live for you. Let's go to the phones. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. It's Scott from Austin, Texas. Hey, Scott. How's it going? It's going great. I'm the guitar tech for Y&T, and I called a long time ago, but then didn't get through to you. Oh, man. I'm and glad you got through to, tonight. You're. I know. Win. Score. Yeah. Sweet. Good time. You're the, yeah. So, the Y&T... They, yes. they have the hit song, among others, Summertime Girls. <laughs> you betcha. That's, to, no, that's one of them. That's one of their big hits. It's funny. When you watch the show, you think, oh, man, they're all hits. Yeah. Well, of, of course. That, you know. <laughs> but uh, what's going on? So are you are you out with Y&T right now? Supposed to be. Um, we, they had to cancel the European tour. They were going to be touring with Saxon right now. But Dave hurt his back in July, and he's recovering. Still. Dave, Dave, um, Dave Menachetti, yeah, the main Y and T yep. guy. Well, he's actually the only surviving member. He's the only living member. The rest of them all died. I didn't I know, know that. I didn't know it either until I joined the the whole thing, and and I, it blew my mind. So you're not a ground floor Y and T fan. I'm very recent, but but uh, but I'm all in because there's such a great bunch of guys, and it's like a whole family. And Dave's wife runs the band; she's the manager, and it's just such a fun thing to do. How did they all? Not to focus on the negative, but how did they all <laughs> die? I don't know. I I think the first one died in the late '80s, and that was the first time the band broke up. And then they got back together, and then another one died. And then another one died, and Dave just kept going on and on and on, wanted to keep rocking as long as he could, and you know, and just kept replacing people. Is that, um, yeah, man. Well, we were just talking. Sometimes it's huh? not the years, it's the miles. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, you know? Yeah, and you know, one of the guys didn't want to go back out on the road after the first breakup, so he kind of became a bit of a shut-in, and, and then he died, and... But, you know, Dave is, he's a pretty amazing guy. He's been, he actually has been sending all of their royalty checks to their surviving relatives every month on the, you know, first of the month. He's like, just on the job. Wow. Class act. He's he's a class act. How did you, how did you, how did you wind up working with Y&T? It's the craziest thing. A friend of a friend of mine that I was in a band with in the 90s uh, who lives in Sacramento Y&T is based in the Bay Area, uh-huh. and there's Soundman's in Sacramento, and a friend of my friend lived out there and was in a sort of a cover band with the drummer who was their sound man, and uh, he just gave me a call one day. It's so weird. Wow. And they said, would you? I was like, well, what do you mean, would I? Where do I sign? I'll be there in so 10 minutes. So were you already a Y&T fan? You know, uh, I had only ever probably heard one of their albums. Uh, the the one with uh, what? Oh shoot, Mean Streak. That Me- one from oh Mean 85? Streak released in 1983. 83. That's the it one. It did yeah. not gain mainstream exposure, but it's <laughs> regarded by fans and music critics alike as some of the band's best work. Is that right, Dave? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really true. They still played when I was with them this past uh, winter on their U.S. tour. They play six of the nine songs off that record every night. So like, it's safe to say if you're a fan of the album Mean Streak by Y&T, you're going to like <laughs> Y&T. 
Exactly, because that's going to be about a third of the set from the night. <laughs> Did they probably save summertime girls till later in the show? I bet. Yep, it's 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 funny. That's about halfway through. All right. Uh, yeah, they play that one about halfway through. Then they also play Contagious, which was one of the other big hits, you know, with the hot girls in the videos and stuff. And uh, oh, and Dave's wife was in the Summertime Girls video. Okay, I'm gonna do this. That'll be in my after-show research. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Although she tells me you can't see her because there was another girl who was keeping pace with her while she was walking in the scene and just wanted to get in front of her so that she could be seen. And Jill just didn't get in the shot. So. She was there, but she'd only been dating Dave for like three months, and uh, they've been married for thirty some years. She won in the end. She won in the she end. Won. Yeah, she may not have won in that that day at the video shoot. <laughs> he was also he was yeah. also in Hearing Aid, the Ronnie James he Dio. He was the first singer. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's uh, yeah. We're stars. I just watched it again the other day. I got to ask Dave if he played any guitar because I didn't see him in the video playing any guitar. I don't know. I'm not trying to take anything away from Dave Manichetti from Y&T, but when you get in a room with George Malmsteen. Lynch, Ingve Malmsteen, Buck Dharma, yeah. Yeah. Craig Goldie, <laughs> you know, I'd say... Uh, heavy, heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, you know, not to take anything away from Dave Manichetti, but... Tough spot. He's a guy that you got to see play live to appreciate his how really good he is. I I didn't appreciate how good he was until I saw him play live, and holy cow, he really delivers. And he's sixty five. He's sixty. Well, you wouldn't know it from uh, the photos that I'm pulling up here on the internet. They got started in seventy four. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Seventy four. And, and so, what do you what do you do as a? I mean, I know what you do as a guitar tech, but how? If for the listener, I uh, actually there's a three man crew. There's me, the sound man, and the merch kid. Now the merch kid oh, isn't yeah. old enough to drive. Well, he's, he's he's old enough to drive. He's just not old enough to drive on their insurance. So he's like 23 or something. So me and the the uh, sound man have to do all the driving of the uh, equipment van. It's a BMW Sprinter. Oh, I know. And, or, or Mercedes or something. I don't know. Mercedes, yeah. Yes, it's, it's delightful. So they've got two of those. One the band travels in and the one the, the techs travel in. And then we get to the show three hours before the band does. I set up all the guitar gear, all the bass gear, restring all the guitars and the basses, make sure everything's tuned up, everything sounds for good. For every show? What's that? You have to restring all the guitars for every show? Not the guitars, interestingly enough. They want those every three shows. The bass player, new strings every show. Oof. Does that blow your mind? This guy, well, I'm going to pull up this bass. Oh, you're talking about Aaron Lee? Yes, I am. Okay, well, he better... But there's a reason. There's a really good reason. You know what he does? He wants olive oil on the back of his bass neck. So it's super slick, and he can play really fast up and down the neck, but by the end of the night, the strings are covered with olive oil, so they're dead. This guy sounds out of his mind. That's some rock and roll decadence right there is what it's that is. It's kind of crazy, but did you know Neil Schoen rubbed salami on his string? I, I did hear that. He rubbed, Isn't that nuts? Neil Schoen rubbed salami on his strings? <laughs> his, his guitar tech does. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to Google this. this I, mean, <laughs> I feel like you're just... Uh, now, I heard it from Neil himself. You and all your friends are laughing in the background, <laughs> thinking that you're going to... 
Uh, okay, I'm looking it up. Isn't that crazy, though? Journey's Is Neil they... Sean reveals disgusting trick he uses on all his guitars. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Something, something. <laughs> he slathers them in so salami. Shows in crazy humidity. He slathers them in salami grease. This is from a, a reputable website, the Q104 website. Oh, yeah, they, they got all the info. Facts. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? That seems like a, it would, it would, wouldn't that run it, take its toll on a guitar? Yeah. Oh, they're, I think right. they're here. I, get them. Bring them right I would think it would, but here's the thing. It's also conditioning the fretboard if you, as long as you clean it off at the end of each night. I guess. But here's what I said to Neil. Neil, uh was at least his guitar tech's got a chance for some snacking potential. I don't have any of that. I got olive oil. What am I going to do with that by itself? That's a natural uh, moisturizer. I think you're selling it short. <laughs> my, my, my hands are, are nice, and, nice and subtle and, and kissable, but I don't have any snacks. Well. So, you know, give and take. Yeah, it's a, you, know, you know, the road's a cruel mistress. <laughs> it's kind of fun, but, yeah, they, sadly... Dave has really been hurting, so he's doing physical therapy three times a week, getting ready for their um, December shows, and then uh, another U.S. tour in February. Also with Saxon? No, Saxon was the European tour. They were opening for Saxon. And oh, man. And along they didn't... with Raven was going to be playing with them. And they, di- they didn't, oh, man, you, you get the chance to open for Saxon in Europe. You jump on that. I know they've done it before, and and they're really sad that they had to cancel. And they didn't cancel until two weeks, two and a half weeks prior. They were really hoping that Dave was going to be up on his feet, but it just didn't happen. Wait, and what's the matter with him again? He hurt his back really bad. Hurt his back. Yeah, in July, he I think he lifted something in his studio that he probably shouldn't have, and uh, and it really tweaked something. And he's uh, he's got a bulging disc, and I think he uh, he's seeing a sports medicine therapist. So hopefully by December. All right, I hope oh, we'll be well. I I hope uh, I hope he's back on on top. I'm I pull up Dave Manichetti's Wikipedia page, and uh, <laughs> did you know that he produces a Chardonnay and Pinot Noir under the Manichetti yes, Wines I label? Did. He and his wife are really into wine. It's the funniest thing. They've got these T-shirts that said, uh, you know, in the old wine tea font, it said wine and che- wine and cheese. Oh, I'm in. But so after each show, he and his wife were drinking some Manichetti wine, and we're all playing cards until 3 a.m. just about every night. It was the most fun thing I've ever done. That's the sweet life. Tell me about it. So in February, we're doing it again, and we're going to be coming to New York. So I'll have a ticket for you if you want to go. Please, where are you playing? Do you know? I'm unsure. All right. Well, um, I'm in. Maybe BB Kings was last time around, so maybe they're, maybe there again. I'm in. I want the full. I want the Medicetti wines. I want the wine, wine and cheese. The full experience. I want. I'm all in. I want. I want to Excellent. be slathered in the bass player's olive oil. <laughs> Good times. And I'm Maybe not fun. paying. This isn't because I'm paying for some VIP package. This is. They don't. They don't do VIP packages. Good, interestingly enough. Good, because I'm not They're paying for the, it. I'm. I want to go on the my star power to get all these things. Yeah. They're one of those bands that doesn't do the VIP thing, and I kind of wondered why, but I never asked. Because they're a class. Uh, I think they just like their private time too much. Yeah, why not? I respect that. So, well, you know, 
They get done with the show, they go back to the hotel, and then we play cards until 2 in the morning. I love it. Well, thank you for calling. Um, sure thing. We've got to get I'm ready a huge for fan. Thank you so much, and um, we'll see you in February. Right on, dude. I will let you know. All right, thanks. Have a great night. Take care. Right. You too. Bye-bye. I learned a lot on that call. That was very informative. The salami thing was news to me. That's really... Uh, you would think that Neil Sean could... could uh, just go get get like a, a pork fat. Just go straight to that and not have to get meats involved. Yeah. But whatever. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, it's Dave. Who's calling? This is Tom from uh, England. You're calling from England? Ooh. I am, yeah. It's, it's very late. W- yeah, it must be uh, 5.30 in the morning? No, 4.30. Uh, yeah, Where in England are you calling from? Uh, from Oxford. Oxford. Hmm. I've been to yeah, Oxford. I, I, you have? Yeah. I, I did How shows did I you, at the Oxford Glee. Do you know it? Uh, I don't. I don't. It's a comedy club. Oh, mate. Next time you're here, you have to let me know. I, I was will. wondering if you could bring your guitar and some salami and do your act. <laughs> <laughs> of course. For you, anything. What? Why? What are you I'm doing up at four thirty in the morning? I've just I've got back from a night out, and I thought, oh, Dave is on the air right now, and I'm never up at this time on a Monday. Oh wow! Well, th- uh, thank you. I I love a nice international call, don't you, Des? It makes the world a smaller place. Yeah, it really does. In, in, Stephen uh, Ratford. He's the only other guy that I've heard. Stephen Radford, yeah, in Manchester. There's been other callers from England. Sure. But, yeah, you guys are normally... Sl- Stephen's just getting up because he's uh, He's got a, a small a, human a to A surgeon. He has a small human. It's nice to hear your voice, Des, as well, my man. Hey, how are you, man? What? Good to hear you. Now, where were you out so late, given that uh, bars closed there so early? i just gone back to uni this week. It is... Uh, do you know Freshman's Week? Freshman's Week? Well, basically, but yeah, I'm, I'm in my final year, but I came back the other week. And what goes on? What is it called, Week? It's called Freshers' Week. Freshers' Week. Like, I, guess you, I guess you'd call it Freshman's Week. In, in oh, oh, okay, got it, got it. But yeah, basically everywhere's open late. So. And then, th- so you guys just get nuts, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, but um, I got I got home. I got my McDonald's. Nice. I was ready to go to sleep, and I thought I'd call you, Dave. Oh, thank you. Well, we're touched. Thank you. Can I do my? This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show now on a flipping Monday. Oh, nice. Perfect. <laughs> that's well, you know that's that um, I forget where he's from, but he's my friend Ian's friend. Ian, who lives in, uh, he used to live in Uxbridge, and now he lives in Eastbourne. These are England places. Well, when are you when are you coming to England again? Because I need to see. Probably at probably next year at this rate. I feel like I'm not going to be there before the end of this year, unless something crazy yeah. happens. Alright, I'd I'd like to give a shout out to Ingdave as well because I've, I've uh, me and him became friends over Twitter. Oh, excellent. Well, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. 
And uh, thank you so much for calling. We got to get our next guest on. I got to grab this last thank call you. and get. Thank you, Dave. But get some rest Best and thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. See you soon. Have Later, a great man. morning. All right. Bye bye. Bye, Dad. See you. I like that. A nice international call. Are, are we have our guests ready? They're all queued up. Should outside. we should we get them in here sure. and get them set up and yeah. I'll. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah. Hi, Dave. It's Dave. Who's calling? This is uh, Joe Tate calling from Cleveland. Joe Tate. Yeah. Friendly fire. I, oh, I, I wanted to call in earlier, but I got called away. Uh, and I know you got your, your, your music coming out here, so, uh, you know, keep it brief. Um, yeah, Ray Rizzo and uh, Tyrone Cotton are, are, Fantastic. are on their way in here. Excellent. And, yeah, uh, just, I wanted to give you a, a, a brief moose update. A moose update, yeah. yeah. For anyone uh, that's not been following this saga... Uh, Joe Tate from Cleveland has promised to uh, sculpt me a moose for uh, over a year now. Yeah. Uh, what's the latest? Well, you know, you know, I burned down the garage, you know, when I was trying to actually smelt it. So I was trying to think of other things to do. And, uh, the Build-A-Bear. And that didn't work. And then so I tried, um, I was going to do a butter sculpture. A butter sculpture. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I didn't know you're supposed to keep them cold. Butter. I, I wound up with uh, with food poisoning. Okay. I didn't see that come. Well, what? So the you know, the moose isn't ready now, is it? No. I was. <sighs> I, I'm trying topiary, but I'm. I've got to grow the, the the shrub. I'm enraged. Listen, I have guests in studio, and I can't put up with these excuses. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm just, I'm just sorry. It's, it's going to come. It better. All right. You promised me a moose. I'll, I'll I deliver. expect a moose. I'll deliver. All right. All right. Get it together, Joe. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Good night. All right. Had it. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, joining me, we might, they might need a minute to... Uh, you guys need a second to set up and yes. we'll get... Why don't we play... I'm going to take another quick music break. Well, no, let's take some calls. Where, where did Des go? Des, will it... Can you help these guys out? And I'll, I'll just keep hosting this show like the wind. And um, and so you're going to be on guitar and vocals on that, that mic? If that's okay, yes. Yes, absolutely. And so I need, do I need to step back for to get to catch the volume to get the guitar? Yeah, or? about like that is perfect. Actually, okay, sure. We do l- engineering on the fly live. Uh, now, Ray, are you, are you going to be playing anything? No, you want to speak? You're you're just you're what? I'm just vibing. You're vibing. I'll give you a mic. Des, uh Maybe here, move him to that chair, and then you jump in that chair, and then we'll be firing on all cylinders. We should shut that door. That's the sound of Tyrone Cotton's guitar. And so are you guys both performing tomorrow night? Yeah, we're playing at FM. Here in in Jersey 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 City. City. Des, do you ever get over to FM? I I can't say that I have. Well, you're going to want to head over there tomorrow night. Where is that at? What's the address? I think it's uh, Frankwood. 
What's the address of where is FM? So FM Do is. You have to Google uh, it. Here in Jersey City. It's here in Jersey City. Do We've you know gotten confirmation. On Third Street, I get the confirmation right here. Sounds like we'll Third run Street. a check on this. Yeah. We're gonna run a check on this. I hope. I hope there's a venue here called FM. There will be. I mean. What are the chances that there isn't? 343rd Street. 340. 343rd, right there in the heart of it. Sounds like it. Right where Newark and 3rd Street intersect. Okay, yeah. This checks out. And, and Ray, you'll be, you'll be playing as well, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to play a set. Uh, Jackson Nardelli is also going to play. He's a songwriter. And uh, the there's a fourth group called Jeb, which is Johnny Markowski and Aaron Kumpf and Ben Ben Kumpf. J-E-B. Johnny, Aaron, Ben. Oh, that's how they came up with that name, probably. Yeah. Checks out. Are you you ready, Tyrone Cotton? Uh, uh, We'll see. We'll We'll, we'll We'll, see. We'll know in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, uh, I think, that sounds good to me. Are you ready to, uh, Yeah. All right. Great. Let's. Uh, what What's this song called? You want to do a tune here? Yeah. Should we oh, Should okay. we get into it? Sure. Or, or should we do a little? We'll play a song, and then we'll uh, we'll chat a bit. You're afraid And you don't want To get mixed up With a man like me Rumors follow me Wherever I go You better watch your step You might learn something you don't want to know Candles burn In the middle of the night Don't be afraid to look me in the eye Come on and smile Lay it on the table So it's plain to see What are you doing here with a man like me? I live in the shadow, away from the light. My mother's other children never loved me. But that's all right. You know the call out. They're friends of yours Well, I wouldn't stand too close All kinds of wicked wind gonna blow Candles burning In the middle of the night Don't be afraid to look me in the eye Come on and smile Lay it on the table So it's plain to see What are you 
doing here with a man like me? See, the deal has been cut. The deal is done. The Lord's paying even money. The devil's paying five to one. I understand. You're afraid and you don't want to get mixed up with a man like me. You don't want to get mixed up with a man like me. Tyrone Cotton, if you're just tuning in, what what is that song called? Man like me. Man, li- that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Um, that was that was beautiful. Well, thank you. Sounded thank you. great. Um, where's oh, there's Des. Right I got here. I got you got turned around. Yeah, I, I thought that was you behind me, and I, I almost <laughs> my my reflexes were to attack you, and I'm oh. I'm glad oh, yeah. that I realized it wasn't. It I, out. I, I didn't attack him. That's good. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have attacked you. Um, so, will you be? You'll be performing solo acoustic tomorrow. Uh, it's gonna be with uh, Vin and Ray. Ray, little, Ray, yeah. Ray Rizzo, uh, who, who's been by before with with Corporal and, and Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, or Mexico. Am I saying Mexico? Mexico. Yeah. Look, now I get out. See, I think we're we're doing a trio tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, at the, at the FM bar here in Jersey City. Yeah, over there on Third Street, Third right Street. by Newark Ave. Mm. Yeah, right by Newark. <laughs> Is that by Newark Ave? I think so. I believe. Mm. Beautiful this time of year. Wait, so you'll all play together? Yeah, we'll be doing the trio. There's other acts too. I think what Johnny Wachowski and Jeb and yeah, which is Johnny's band and. I'll do a short set, and then Jackson Nardelli will play. Well, it'll be eight to eleven. That's a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Chock a lot of bang for your buck. <laughs> I like that. And um, how do you? How did you guys start playing together? Ty and I met. Uh, I, I moved here to New York from uh, from Kentucky, from Louisville, and Ty and I met really in like the early '90s, playing there in town and. Yeah, we did a couple gigs together with, um, I think with John Grammer, was probably, remember that? Yep. I, I think so, that was maybe the first. Yeah, there was a place called Twice Told Coffee Shop, which was like in, all, in Louisville. In Louisville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, were, there were a lot of us that played there while it was open and had had pretty cool culture that went on. And, uh, and then... We, we've both been playing ever since, and then a couple. Uh, Ty, Ty has been coming here to New York for years, playing, uh, playing shows. Oh, so you you still live in Louisville? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Now it's it's all coming together. I'm starting oh, to understand yeah. the mechanics. We, 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 we of didn't this. we didn't have a bio. To <laughs> it's all right. No, we hit term. the ground running. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm happy to ha- have you come by. Yeah, um, thank you. But I'm but I I feel. Uh, we're hit, we're just we're figuring it all out all right here on the air, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he's blown us away already. With, but with his beautiful music, and w- would you be willing to pl- play another one? Absolutely. 
Thanks for having us, by the way. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks you know. for coming by. All right. So in the chat room, I'm like, someone just wrote, that was awesome. All right. <laughs> so the real time, the, I should tell you when I'm looking at uh, at the screen, it's just because I'm reading the comments and doing that. It's not because I'm on Twitter or anything. Right. Though I, unless it's show related. <laughs> right. Just uh, I run the whole, these screens are you know, the whole slick operation that you hear. This, like, this is what it is. It's like the enterprise in here. Showing you how, the, yeah, how the sausage is made. <laughs> but Tyrone Cotton, if you're just tuning in, is about to play us another song here. All right, this tune is uh, called Rosie. finds a way Stones skip across the water By gamble, by chance Through wind and wave The days go by They slip away But it ain't always true What some folks say The time makes a dream fade Till it goes away Wish I could see Rosie been a while, but a long, long time. Rosie is a friend of mine. I ain't seen her, and I don't know when. When you coming round again? Somewhere between here and there, between the morning and the evening, between losing and needing, and the cradle and the grave. All you won, all you could not save Wish I could see Rosie Been a while, but a long, long time Rosie is a friend of mine I ain't seen her, I don't know when When you coming round again Some people roll down the road Till the road rolls up behind them Go on and roll the big stone Let it tumble and fall You may get everything or Nothing at all Wish I could see Rosie Been a while but a long, long time Rose is a friend of mine I ain't seen her I don't know when When you coming round again Wish I could see Rosie Been a while but a long, long time Rosie is a friend of mine I ain't seen her, I don't know when When you coming around again Awesome. Well, thank you, thank you. That was, that was excellent. You have a... Amazing player, singer. Well, thank you. I'm, and then everyone's loving it in the in the in the comments in the chat section. Some of the things I can't even repeat because of <laughs> the language they've used, like in a positive way, but profane. 
compliments, oh, which yeah? I believe are the highest. Oh, really? <laughs> compliments when when someone. Well, I've never been in this that kind of. Uh, with the, with the I'll show you. Okay, I can't right. repeat it on the air sure. what's been said, uh, <laughs> but it, it was an, an adjective that they've created using a fantastic and then a profane swear <laughs> word that they've put together with it Ooh. to. Uh, Nice, but yeah. it's a g- all by way of uh, high praise. Yeah, well, that's, that can't be that's repeated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, uh, we just drove here from Dumbo, where we left David Nagler, who says hello. Oh yeah, I just saw David uh, on Friday, Friday at City Winery. Yeah, he said uh, we're we're actually, and here's something we we uh, uh, should mention: uh, Ty and Vin and I are gonna play a set at Three's Brewing on Wednesday, uh, which is in Gowanus on Douglas. Actually, I know the address of this place, 333 Douglas. Oh, that's why it's called the Three's Three's Brewing. Brewing. Right. So uh, uh, we're we're playing there on Wednesday, and we're playing the opening set for a show that David Nagler and Annie Nero and uh, Conrad Doucette, who also told me I know Conrad, too. Yeah, he said it may take you a minute to remember. Really? Him. He, he's well, selling himself short. I thought so too. Oh, that—that's well, you know, he's. I tell him to get uh, higher. I don't know why he would think I would forget him. I forget plenty of. Des will walk in here next week, and I will not remember his name. But Conrad, I remember. Right. No, of course. Yeah. I've kid Des. He knows that. <laughs> um, no, Conrad, of course. I, yeah. He's a great drummer. He. He did. Uh, we did a show together in London, and uh, we have other uh, interactions we've had. He's a, he's a fine fellow. Yeah, I would never forget him. I I, I figured. But Tell him I'm offended that he would even I suggest will. it. I will. But, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll all be together Wednesday night playing in Brooklyn as well. What time Ty is that? I, uh, that starts. We'll play a set at eight. Ty will play at eight, and then. Our, uh, our show that Conrad and Nagler and everyone are doing, that'll start at 9. And it's a set of duet songs. And I'll leave Duet it for the listener. That's two people singing a song together. Yes, it, right. Exactly. The, the people that listen to this show are idiots, <laughs> and they don't know that. No. The smart... No, no, I'm, I'm joking. My listeners are the smartest. Indeed. Um... That's, I could actually come to that. I'm going to be in Brooklyn Wednesday. Come on. I can't say where, but I will be very near there. Right on. I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm going to be at Union Hall. And that's all I can say at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so maybe I'll come by and see these duets you speak of. Or hear them. I'll hear them. Right on. <laughs> and yeah. so you guys are, so it sounds like you're doing a full invasion of yeah. the tri-state area. Yeah, it'll be done by Thursday. This is my PR brain kicking in. Oh, yeah. Two shows have turned into... An, an, two shows and a radio appearance have turned into a full-blown... There's a Thursday night show? No, it'll be done by Thursday. The invasion will be complete. Is the invasion starting right now? Well, it started yesterday. We oh, played... Sunny's. Yeah. Oh, over there in uh, Red Hook. Yeah, we played for the Americana Fest, Jan Bell's... Brooklyn yep. Americana Fest. And stopped by whether well, it's Mighty Fine or Super Fine. Super Fine. Super Fine, okay. Which was Mighty Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sup- Mighty Fine is, is a group. It's called Super Fine, you say? 
uh, uh, there's a venue called Superfine in oh, Dumbo, oh. and uh, oh and god, after god. we played Sonny's, we went over to Superfine and uh, had some wonderful food, and Ty played a few songs. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so the invasion has started yesterday. It's you guys must be exhausted. <sighs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> Four cities, and then what? <laughs> Back to Kentucky for me on Thursday. Now. I, I know the answer to this question, but for the listener who may not, is Louisville, which one, Louisville's not the one that's near Cincinnati. That's Lexington, right? Hmm. Lexington's, well, Lexington's probably slightly closer. Yeah. Not much. This is where not we much. need Danny D, our research <laughs> expert, who could, a cra- ninja-like Google skills could tell me. Yeah. Lexington is more directly south of Cincinnati, where Louisville you kind of jet over to the to or the nor- west a nor- bit. northeast a little bit. Louisville is where they make the, the bats, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The Louisville Slugger. Yeah, we talk about it to this day. Supposedly, the disco ball is also yeah. Anyone will tell you that. Is it? D- Danny D, we could run a check on. Let, let's let's Google Louisville, Kentucky. A lot of bourbon. You'll see a picture of. Tyler. Oh, what bur- lot, what a lot bourbon? Of bourbon? What bourbon happens in Louisville? Oh, all of it. All really? Of it. <laughs> yeah. Forrester, yeah. See, I'm not a bourbon guy. I had a run-in with it. Well, a lot of people have. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was an incident, and I have I haven't touched it since. Right. Well, I you're had, smart. I had one uh, great great night mm-hmm. with it, and uh, yeah. I conquered it. And it conquered me. Right, that's how it usually goes. And I haven't touched it since. <laughs> is Danny D checking in? It's Danny D giving us uh, Lexington is due. We just covered this, Danny. Lexington is due south of Cincy. Cincy, that's a little familiar, yeah, isn't right? it? Cincinnati. Is he from the Midwest? Actually, he's, he's no. He's from. He's from Jersey, right? But he is a Bengals fan, so what is he. He, he feels the intimacy, I guess, in that respect. Louisville is yeah. southwest. Yeah. He's telling us. We just covered this. Which mm-hmm. did, did he, do we know which one is closer, though, in miles? We're at, Ty this and I are going the, with Lexington being a little closer. This is the answer we're looking for, but, you know. I actually made a wrong turn coming back from a Depeche Mode concert in Cincinnati once. Is that a euphemism? It probably could be, but in this case, it's the truth. And we ended up going to Lexington instead of Louisville. Oh. And uh, I, I, just that memory m- makes me think Lexington was a little closer. But then it, driving to Lexington after the Depeche Mode concert and then having to drive to Louisville after that, that was a lot longer than it should have That's been. That's a private hell yeah. right there that you're describing. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Des, have you ever been to these parts of no. America? Well, I, I might have driven through quickly on the way. How are you getting to Louisville? I'm flying out Thursday. Oh, you're flying. I was going to say. Hop in the van. I would drive. I'm good by Road trip it. Let's do it. We should get another song before uh, we have nine minutes left. Can we squeeze another hit into that time? I'm not saying play a nine-minute song. (laughs) Palace. What's this one called? Gonna do a well. Hmm. You don't have to. Whatever. 
Pounded on the floor of Big Leg Blues. Wake up, baby, get your big ass leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. I won't quit you, pretty mama, never let you down. Now don't you let my good girl catch you here. Don't you let my other woman catch you here. She might shoot you, she might cut and stab you too. Ain't no telling what that girl of mine might do. So wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. I won't quit you, never let you down. Lay me down a pallet on your floor. Lay me down a pallet on your floor. Won't you lay me down a pallet? Down soft and low, make it so my other woman never knows. The way I'm sleeping, my back and shoulders are tired. The way I'm sleeping, my back and shoulders are tired. The way I'm sleeping, my back and shoulders are tired. Gonna turn over and try it on the side. Don't you let my good girl catch you here. Don't you let my other woman catch you here. She might shoot you, she might cut and stab you too. Ain't no telling what that girl of mine might do. So wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. Wake up, baby, get your big leg off mine. I won't quit you, never let you down. Yes, right. that was excellent. Tyrone Cotton live in studio, appearing tomorrow at FM in Jersey City. Where is that? Over on Third Street, Des? Yeah, over by Newark Ave. Over by Newark yeah. Avenue, with, and Ray Rizzo, and Jeb, and another guy, Jackson that, Nardelli. Jackson Nardelli. We have a call on hold. I don't know what it's regarding. It could be anything. Hello, you're on the air. Dave, it's Calvin. Formerly from Vietnam oh, and you Singapore. Guys, you need headphones. Now, on. back to the native land. Wait, Calvin, f- formerly of Vietnam and Singapore, where is, so you're calling from American soil? I'm on the bus in Los Angeles, man. The coolest place to be. And are you listening to the show? Oh, yeah. And are you hearing the, the hot The whole j- bus is listening to the show. Oh, excellent. So everyone's <laughs> hearing Tyrone Cotton on a bus in Los Angeles. <laughs> Yeah. This is the magic of radio and <laughs> oh, the internet. Beautiful. Is Megan Keister still in the studio? 
Megan Keister was on the telephone. Oh, what a bummer. Okay, well, I'm sure the show is wonderful and, and delightful, and I'll, I'll look forward to downloading it. I just wanted to call and say hi. I miss you, Dave. You're great. Thank you, likewise. Yeah. God bless. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and be safe out there. Calvin used to call from Vietnam. Now he calls from a bus in Los Angeles. (laughs) Which is the Vietnam of the mind, I'm guessing. (laughs) In its own way. And then he was in Singapore. We're talking about, we were talking, we had a call earlier from Oxford, England. It's always fun when the calls come internationally because it it makes us feel like gods. Yeah, (laughs) like gods who, uh, people listen to the show in other countries, which they do religiously. But when they call in, that's the sweet spot. Um, So tomorrow night at FM in Jersey City, and then... Wednesday at Three's Brewing. That's over there on Douglas Street. Right. There's rumors that I, Dave Hill, might show up. These are rumors. We don't know yet. I'm a mercurial (laughs) figure. I may show up. I may not. We don't know. (laughs) But I will try. Um... It's not far. I think it's walking distance from where... There's really no excuse for me not to show up. Absolutely. Speaking of no excuses, <laughs> Jesse's up next. You hear the cart. That that was a segue. Do you Only think this show is thing. getting too slick, Des? Not at all. <laughs> Nothing to worry about I worry about, about it. I worry about it. I want to thank Tyrone Cotton for swinging by. And, and uh, on behalf of everyone in the tri-state area, welcome. Well, thank if you. If you haven't gotten an official welcome from the people of... The New York, New Jersey, and what's the third state in the tri-state area? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut, is it? Yeah. Some people would say it's uh, Pennsylvania. That's all the way over there. Whatever the third state is, that we welcome you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. It's a a pleasure. And and, and Ray Rizzo uh, bringing the heat also. Thank you, Dave. But people will be able to hear you in a musical uh, full heat tomorrow. Absolutely. Over there at FM on 3rd Street. Where did Des go? He just disappeared. I should do the station ID and drive it. You've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and Rockin' County at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. That's the slick effect that I... That's, you know... I try to use the effects in hopes that I get that uh, that big uh, drive time show on commercial radio one day. Just hope from my lips to God's ears. Hope opening one of them. Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week. Jesse's up next. Thanks to Des. Thanks to uh, Danny, who's uh, texting me some sort of. Uh, information I'll look at in a second Tyrone Cotton thank you thank you Ray Rizzo and everyone go see them tomorrow night at FM in Jersey City and Wednesday at Three's Brewing where there's rumors of a Dave Hill sighting already (laughs) two days ahead Jesse what button am I hitting turntable one one. what could possibly go wrong 
We have five. We have four seconds. Thanks for everyone listening, wherever you are. Get tested.